go. Head on with Bob Kincaid. Three hours of conversation, cussing, and a discussing with America's only born and bred Southern liberal talk host. Head on with Bob Kincaid is brought to you each night by Coal River Mountain Watch. Coal River Mountain Watch invites you to become part of the solution, part of a sustainable future, part of the uprising against mountaintop removal. Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. And now, from high in the hills of beautiful West Bicod, Virginia, here's Bob Kincaid on the Head On Radio Network. Well, howdy. Here we go, off and running on this 21st day of October 2022. This is The Horn. Headon.live is where you'll find us on the interweb tubes. That's where you go if you'd like to be part of the merry, wacky, zany, real-time multimedia madcap extravaganza that is The Horn chat room during the three hours of in which this program is live, Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, all time zones in between, and the great globe round at whatever time it is where you're listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening live. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for telling your friends. Thanks for keeping the program on the air. This is a program that is grounded in gratitude. And if you should... uh, Oh, no, of course not. Shucky ducky, Trump's not a racist. Oh, with a picture of Herm. Yeah, it just never ceases to make my evening. Thank you, Brother Deacon, for letting me know that the program is getting out. Uh, anyway, if you pop by the chat room right here this very minute or so, uh, if you're listening live, that is, uh, you'll be greeted by early arrivers. And let me uh, make sure this is all uh, squared away. Uh yeah, there's a great gang in the uh, in the chat room right now. Probably probably because I was four minutes late to the microphone. Sorry about that. But you'll be greeted by Anatole and Kid Mark and Rick in Europe and Roger in Oregon and Squeaky and Theo. Capably moderated by longtime inveterate, indefatigable veteran chat room moderator Sparky, who, even though he is a third stage guild navigator, has declined to uh, fold space and become man cave. He's happily just being Sparky, and uh, uh, he is capably assisted by his. Uh, his uh, partner in moderation, uh, and I'm talking about pinch hit midweek chat room utility moderator and all around great guy, Brother Bishop Steve from Georgia State. And Steve! Yeah, it's Friday on the front porch, and it is a glorious fundraising free Friday on the front porch, which is just miraculous. Uh, and and thanks again to everybody who's made that possible. Every program here at the Horn begins with gratitude. And so we say thank you to our 21st day of the month subscribers. And that means thank you to uh, uh, thank you so much to Karen. And thank you to Harold, the president and CEO of Sotstris, the secret open carry happy trails roundup society. And thank you to Tracy, our dear friend, the uh, lady cab driver. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, Harold. And thank you. Thank you so much, Karen, all of you, for being partial sponsors of the program and helping to keep uh, 
um, independent liberal progressive broadcasting afloat. Oh, no, no worries, Theo. Theo said, uh, howdy, Miss Robin. May run outside to cavort in the long-awaited rain here. I didn't know the rain was long-awaited. I, I, I always think of uh, y'all up there in the northwest being similar to us here, being in a temperate rainforest. But uh, I get it. We're, we're going to, we're, it's not a dry spell, but uh, it's kind of odd to see this much sunny weather all at one time here. So uh, by all means, Theo, cavort away. Um, I'm, I'm, we are we are always supportive of cavorting uh, here uh, here at the Horn. Ah, thank you, the Tracy telling me sounding good on TuneIn. Yay! Uh, and and just a, just another reminder: if you're listening to the program on TuneIn, and if the program gets interrupted by some ad, uh, this is commercial free radio, non-commercial, non-capitalist radio. If there's an ad running on TuneIn, it ain't for us. And we never see so much as a plug nickel of it. That's just TuneIn uh, making money on our our backs. So that's what that is. But, no, we don't have any advertisers. No. Um, I don't know what that is. Okay. Okay. Uh, but here in about an hour, we will go over the river and through the woods to the old holler tree we sublet from the Keebler Elves, wherein we gather around the Extraordinary Ordinary Roundtable each and every Friday and cuss and discuss. And you're welcome to join in. Uh, if you've never, tr- if you've never uh, participated in Friday on the Front Porch, I heartily encourage you to do so. It is a, uh, it is, it is a merry, freewheeling discussion, and the more the merrier, truly and literally. So uh, give it a try. There's if you do, even if you don't have Skype, there's a button at the top of Head On Live that uh, will take you right into the group, and you are welcome, so very welcome to participate. So here we are. Um, oh, and by the way, uh, uh, Tara and I will be filling in for Mike Malloy uh, later this evening. Hope you'll stick around for that. We'll be uh, we'll be doing that on Monday as well. I have so much fun talking with Tara. We get going and. An hour disappears in like, you know, what feels like three and a half minutes. But ch- uh, hopefully you know, you'll be along for that and enjoy that as much as we enjoy doing it. Uh, let's see, where uh, where to begin? I guess we begin with the court stuff today. You know, earlier this week we talked about how Steve Bannon, you know, racist Bannon. God damn it, racist Bannon. Leave Bandit alone. Stevie Three Shirts, the man who looks like rancid hot dog water smells. Uh, he, uh, he, he wore his best black shirt and... Derpy green jacket, I guess, to court today. You know, usually people show up in court in their Sunday best in hopes of making a favorable impression upon the court, but you get the idea that racist Bannon didn't need to do that because he knew the fix was in. And there was a little bit of uh, me thinks he doth protest too much. His lawyer 
blathered on about how there was no mandatory minimum sentence to the contempt of Congress charge, charges of which he was convicted. But the, uh, the court admonished him otherwise. By now you surely know that, I know, and don't call you Shirley, that he got all of four months and all of a $6,000 fine out of a potential $200,000 fine. And, of course, the federal court judge said, no, 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 you, 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 stay, you stay at large. Uh, anybody else on God's green earth, I would order to start serving their sentence today. But you, you, Stevie Three Shirts, you're special. Because we know that, uh, you know, the judge knows that he's got, he's got it. He's taken the appeal up to the D.C. Circuit. And from there, it'll go a little further up the hill to our most puissant, serene, dread, sovereign Catholic majesties, who will then probably let him walk away scot-free. And I find that absolutely freaking sickening. Just absolutely sickening. So I imagine we'll be talking about that perhaps later on around the Extraordinary Ordinary Roundtable. I have a note um, from Lady B to get us started. I will never underestimate why people are allowed to get away with this. At the QAnon conference today, headlined by Eric the Dumber and Michael Flynn, the traitor to our country, the speaker says the angel of death is coming for various government officials and God is reinstating Trump to the presidency by the end of the year. God, you would think they would stop falling for this after a while, but no, no, of course they wouldn't. Of course they won't. Of course they don't. For the same reason that people kept buying into, what what was it, who was it? Harold Camping. Ah, you know, the world's going to end on May the 11th at 3.13. Oh, wait, it's May the 12th. Ah, I miscalculated. Yeah, this was uh, this was at the cue ball conference earlier today. <sighs> I wonder if somebody anybody anybody was hustling like uh, I don't know ferret fungal medication or uh, sock onions or maybe even selling little pint jars of pee pee. Anything's possible at a cue ball gathering. The financial rebalancing. The angel of death is coming to visit these people. These people are going down. These people who control the world think that they are pharaohs. The present day pharaohs. Soon you shall never see again. This is coming with a... You shall never... Yeah, hold on. I had to back it up because the graphic went up. Angel of death is coming for them by year end. Treason will be written on them for all eternity. Uh, of course, uh, Dark Brandon is there, and I don't know why they think the angel of death is coming for somebody who's done so much for them. I'm talking about Chief Justice Old Balls and Strikes Roberts. Um, angel of death apparently coming for, uh, Lady G and Bill Clinton and Chris Tweedy Matthews. 
Kamala Harris, a couple of reporter types. I'm not sure if that's uh, uh, there's Hillary. Uh, there's Chris Wallace. Uh, there's Chuck Schumer. Oh, there's Michelle Obama. Oh, Rachel Maddow. Stacey Abrams. It's an eclectic mix, to say the least. See, again, this is coming with the greatest wealth transfer in human history. He's sounding a little Jim Kirky there, isn't he? We come in peace with a wealth transfer. Uh, 2022 Golden Jubilee, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Interesting they're talking about Jubilee because Jubilee is an Old Testament concept that says that every seven years you just wipe the slate clean and everybody's debt goes bye-bye. Well, there was a little slate wiping went on via the student loan forgiveness program, but these these jerks uh, seem to be offended by that. Consistency is not their strong suit. Gold and silver are going to explode in value. Buy gold now. To the church, to you, so then you can prosper all those around you because everything when God's kingdom comes in abundance and overflow. All debts, who has credit cards, mortgages, student loans, they will be canceled. Zechariah 1 talks about Thanksgiving. We are days away from Thanksgiving. What is Thanksgiving? Galatians 6 talks about it. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a man soweth, thus shall he reap. Those who have planted evil seeds, they are about to get evil upon their own heads. Those who have planted good seeds are about to be blessed beyond measure. We are here. Dark de- We're going to go dark. And when the lights come on, worldwide celebrations are coming. We are going to see the return this year. 45 comes back. Not by his will, but by God's will. God's will shall be done. God gets all the glory. Yeah, Haben Zin gehabt, Haben Geworten sein, or something. <sighs> they were at this all day. Lady V points out, just like the Jehovah Witnesses theory that only 144,000 anointed souls will ascend to heaven, quota should have technically already been met. No one's supposed to know where or when Yeshua is going to make his star-studded repeat performance. And anyone who says they do is a liar and a con artist, that according to the book. Yet we keep hearing stories about assholes like this guy who claims to personally know exactly what the big guy's going to do and when and how he's going to do it. That takes, you know, that takes a lot of uh, hubris, pride. And of course, the only, only, the, the only true Christians of the right color will be saved, Lady B notes. Everyone else will perish in a fiery nuclear bomb like hellscape. And their tongues shall rot out in their mouths, and their eyes shall fall from their heads. Or maybe taken care of by God's personal warriors, the proud boys, the oath keepers, etc., etc. We can complain about how these assholes are taking advantage of the gullible all day, Robin, but if folks, especially in the media and social media and our government itself, keep fucking around and letting these clowns spout their dangerous rhetoric, we we will lose our democracy. We will, in fact, find out. 
In that case, that nuclear bomb-like hellscape will look positively appealing. Lady B, you're not wrong. And sad I am to say it. The financial... Sorry, still not done with the sneezing. Those, those, those pauses will apparently continue to occur during the program. Uh, well, Brother Deacon Asa knows how to uh, translate all this. These people who control the world, Brother Deacon Asa says, so the Jews? I was trying to figure who this cue ball asshole sounds like. If you listen closely, he sounds exactly like the, we are all naked in the eyes of the Lord, dude, from prayer meeting Wednesday. He does sound a little bit like that. Okay, no. And uh, Steve in New York noting, uh, we come, we come in peace. If we play Swim, Slim Whitman, will their heads explode too? Yes, absolutely. Ooh, I almost hit that note. I'm dual singing tonight. And Steve adds, Lady B, just to be clear, all of us Catholics will be burning, too. Oh, Mary worship, Mary worship, and uh, the, the whore of Babylon that y'all are. I mean, that goes without saying. Uh, Matt in San Francisco wants to know, Jesus returns. Did he happen to yell out the address of where Jesus will be returning to? I need to book a nearby hotel room before they raise the rates. <laughs> Matt is ever the pragmatist. Oh, y'all. Yeah. Hey, stand by a second. Um, it's gotten up to 78 degrees here in the Fabulous Horn Studios, and I'm not set up for naked radio, so I'm going to turn the air conditioner on. It will make a bit of a roar, but it will make your hostess ever so much more comfortable. So hopefully we will be able to uh, cope with that. And uh, this is just <sighs> too, uh, too, too gross to contemplate. According to the New York Times, they have confirmed. Oh, where's that bottle of rot gut tequila when I desperately need it? Uh, writing for the New York Times magazine, Robert Draper uh, appeared on the New Abnormal podcast via the Daily Beast that uh, Marginal Trailer Queen is apparently on Nitwit Nero's list of potential running mates. Um, Draper, of course, is out hustling a new book, Weapons of Mass Delusion, When the Republican Party Lost Its Mind. 
that's a, that's a, that's a broad time frame there. Republicans kind of wanted to kick her to the curb immediately, but instead she became a fundraising dynamo, came to have this huge social media influence, and ultimately came to be very influential within the party itself, all because she's a cue ball. You know, Jewish space lasers and whatnot. And uh, apparently, according to Draper, Nitwit Nero has been giving her strong consideration, assuming he runs, I'm still not convinced. Uh, but all the way back to February, he's been looking at her. And Draper suggests that uh, she's been unflaggingly loyal to Trump throughout. What's Trump concerned about most of all in a VP after the Mike Pence experience? Wait a minute, that, that, sounds, that, don't, that sounds like an event. The Mike Pence experience. Loyalty. He knows that he need that if he needs someone to fight for him to overturn a presidential election, he has every reason to expect that Green would be by his side and would be his proximate warrior. Oh. My, mm. my aching spleen. Can can you just take him? No, or maybe not. Maybe it's just not mentally healthy to do it, but. When I take a minute and I think about an entire presidential campaign season of every member of the for-profit media covering every burbling, idiotic phone and phoneme that emanates from her vile gob, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I could handle you know a couple of years of mutilating the genitals of children. I, I, I don't, mm. Yeah. Um, that's just. Oh, that's enough to make a make a girl pray for a giant asteroid. Seventy eight says Suman. Are you kidding me with seventy eight? We've our thermostat set at eighty one for today, and we feel that it's cool in the house. If what that preacher jackass says is true, that fire ain't got nothing on us heathens in Phoenix. We'll be dancing outside. Damn right. And, and make make sure it's real heathenistic uh, 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 dancing there, would you, Suman? I understand there's a major uh, festival coming up. In, 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 isn't, it, isn't it about time for Diwali? That always looks like a good time. Here's Here's one of those stories, though. Where you go, um, is anybody paying attention? Usually, U.S. Uh, former U.S. Attorney Joyce Vance is solid in her analysis. Um, she said today that uh, racist Bannon should already be in jail. Well, should and is in the waning months of 2022 are significantly different standards. And I guess maybe some of the more high, uh, highfalutin and high-flown high legal eagles would di disagree with me when I say that the, uh, the answer is abundantly clear. 
simply in how the judge who had the case got onto the court. You know, again, Carl Nichols is a maggot appointee, and he's not just a maggot appointee. You know, all of these, all of these, all of these freaks and dead enders and hard cases and ne'er do wells who managed to get on the court during the nightmare years of Nitwit Nero were personally vetted and approved and stamped and signed, sealed, and delivered by the Federalist Society. But beyond so you know, you didn't get a Nitwit Nero appointment unless you got clearance from the uh, from the Federalis Society. And in, with particular emphasis, this guy Carl Nichols, who had Bannon's case, well, he used to be a clerk for Clarence Pubes on the Coke Can Fappy Thomas, husband of Ginsurrectionist Thomas. And so I don't know how, as a real live, no kidding, legal expert and professor of law and everything, um, Joyce Vance was surprised. But she was. Tweeting earlier today, the judge, predictably, given his demeanor during trial, has stayed banned and sentenced pending appeal. That's only supposed to happen if he's not a flight risk and there's a substantial issue. Bannon wants to argue he was entitled to present a reliance on advice of counsel defense. The relevant statute, 18 U.S.C. 3143, which covers release of a defendant pending sentencing, provides that the judge shall remand a defendant to custody after sentencing unless he finds by clear and convincing evidence that the defendant isn't a flight risk. And also show that the appeal is not for purpose of delay and raises a substantial question of law or fact likely to result in a reversal, an order for a new trial, or a sentence that does not include jail time. And she noted that during trial, Nick, uh, Judge Nichols said he couldn't rely on the advice of counsel defense or, or in, in, the, the God knows, executive privilege, but that... Uh, He let him walk anyway, noting that he should be in custody like any other defendant would be. But he ain't. And so that means there, somebody has to come up with an, an explanation, and suddenly we find ourselves shaving with Occam's razor or in Sherlock Holmes territory where once you've eliminated the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, is the truth. And the truth is, and it's a bitter pill to swallow for some people, one of them being me, the truth is is that we have a corrupted judicial system. If Aileen Cannon wasn't enough, and I don't know anybody for whom she shouldn't be enough, then Carl Nichols should be. He is doing the bidding of his masters. And if we really were originalist in our approach to governance, uh, an, an angry House of Representatives uh, full of people in powdered wigs and, 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 and velvet breeches and lace stockings with buckles on their shoes would be convening uh, impeachment proceedings like five minutes after he let him walk. 
But then again, I'm a proponent of Domnatio Memoriae, you know, the, kind of the basic treatment that they gave to, um, uh, uh, who was it, Akhenaten in Egypt. Scrubbed his name off all the walls. Everything that he did was considered null and void. That's what every statute passed under Nitwit Nero, every presidential act, every appointment should be null and void, as though it never happened. But we don't get that, and here we are. And for the life of me, I can't figure out any other explanation than to say, what, 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 what's the excuse for Carl Nichols? He didn't understand? Insufficiently versed on the statute? This guy was a clerk for a justice, granted an entirely corrupt one, of the Supreme Court of the United States. He let Steve Bannon walk because he wanted Steve Bannon to walk. Every other explanation fails on some level of impossibility. Or so it seems to me. We can talk about it later. You can tell me. if it, it, I mean, honest Pete, if you've got a better explanation, I want to hear it. I want to see if it passes Occam's razor mustard. Muster. Mustard? And relish. Uh, going back to the uh, barbecuing Catholics, uh, Lady B says, all Catholics will burn. So fish Fridays then? Joking. I'll be here all week. Try the, well, you know, and don't forget to tip your server. Yes, Lady B, absolutely. Uh, Will Orange Voldemort run? Steve says, uh, because the not running grift is just too lucrative, and the inevitable indictments will prevent, prevent it because the parking garage lawyer won't work as a defense lawyer. He'll have to hire real lawyers and pay them. Oh, <laughs> you silly, silly, silly man. He's not going to... Don't know. Uh, as long as he's not a candidate yet, then the Na the Republican National Committee will pay them. That's how that works. Sure. Uh, Jack in Shreveport says, uh, subject line, Bannon, I thought I heard people on the TV box say there were not any substantial issues. Well, they're I mean, there weren't. He should have gotten whatever he got, and and that's the you know that's the front end of the of the discussion, is how six months was the only thing they even asked for. I mean, if you want corruption, the six thousand dollar fine is because he violated the court's own rules. Relative to probation reports and 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 the uh, the interview following the verdict of guilt, he refused to provide any 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 data about his income, and consequently that opened him up to the two hundred thousand dollar fine. But somehow or another, Carl Nichols decided that all he had to pay was like 6200 bucks or some such and you know, 32 cents there's prima facie evidence of corruption all over this stinking case 
and you know damn good and well that the man who looks like rancid hot dog water smells is probably partying and laughing his not particularly recently bathed ass off right now. And granted, the folks at the Q-Ball Festival said that uh, uh, Lady G's going to be invited to the barbecue. But that didn't stop him from uh, running off to the Supreme Court building and filing a petition asking them to block the subpoena that uh, that the uh, 11th Circuit wouldn't block and the District Court wouldn't block. CNN reporting the South Carolina Republican filed the emergency request at the High Court after the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals agreed with a lower court judge on Thursday that the grand jury could seek his testimony. Graham had argued his efforts in Georgia after the 2020 election were legislative activities protected by the speech and debate clause of the U.S. Constitution. And the thing that all of these dirtbags have in common, and yes, that little hobbit Lady G is a dirtbag too, is that they expect the Federalist Society majority of SCOTUS to do what they were put there to do and provide blanket absolution for anything that a maggot wants to do. They're going to have to deal with the findings of the 11th Circuit that communications and coordination with the Trump campaign regarding its post-election efforts in Georgia, public statements regarding the 2020 election and efforts to cajole or exhort Georgia election officials are not constitutionally protected. And not only did the 11th Circuit say, now nah, we agree with the district court, they went a little further and said, you know what, the lower court improperly narrowed the line of inquiry, and we're gonna we're gonna throw we're gonna throw that barn door open. So now, so now the question becomes, how long will it take him? Will it take him to maybe get his fondest wish? I wonder which justice is overseeing emergency petitions from Georgia Stan right now, or South Carolina Stan. Wonder, wonder which because you know we know that uh, uh, the handmaid she has jurisdiction over emergency uh, uh, injunctive relief from places like Wisconsin sure would be nice if it was uh, oh I don't know Katanji Brown Jackson would that be delicious I, I think that would be delicious so another another wait and see there Lee in New York, nitwit running like Giuliani's hair dye. Ha 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 ha. Okay, that's a it's a low grade jingle. Oh, and that that, that reminds me. This is a, this is just a special coded message. 
eat your uh, drink your Ovaltine. No, uh, Billable Rick, if you're still if you're still still staying in touch with uh, Joey and Giraffery and uh, Joey to the Kangaroo, Joey Junior, uh, just tell them tell them um, I'm thinking about him. I, I kind of worry about about uh, Joey and haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, I was I was thinking about that earlier today. Uh, Flavio says the judge who just let Bannon walk had clerked for Thomas. What the fuck? Flavio says really we are in such a bad way. Well, yeah, that was that 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 was one of the reasons he got the damn job. He had the the pedigree. He's there for a reason. Ah, uh, let's see. Who has a, who has the assignment? Thank you, Ralph, serving as the Horn Ad Hoc Research Department. Eleventh Circuit. <laughs> oh God, this it ain't funny. You know who has jurisdiction on emergency petitions from the Eleventh Circuit? Just because the goddess of irony is the goddess of irony. I mean, come on, guess. I, I'm not going to say this right away, so somebody respond by email. Let me pop into the chat room here for anybody that wants to uh, guess from there. Um, oh, and by the way, uh, Theo says uh, us goddess worshippers are clearly in for the big in for the big nasty barbecue at the hands of the nutcase Christians. Yeah, um, well, and and as I used to say, I'll be over under the Southwest Guard Tower selling cigarettes for as long as I can. Anybody, anybody in the chat room want to give a guess as to who has jurisdiction over emergency petitions from the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals? I don't think it's fair if Billable Rick and uh, for Billable Rick and uh, uh, Steve in New York to play in this one, but. <sighs> Ralph's already knows. You're not wrong, Steve, but of course you knew you weren't. Let's let's give other folks a chance. Yeah. Up, oh, cowbell goes to Roger in Oregon. And uh And 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 to uh, uh, Brother Bishop Steve. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Emergency petitions are considered by none other than the real, if shadow, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, Clarence Pubes on the Coke Can, Fappy Thomas. You damn right. Uh, what uh, Rick in Europe says? Where does that nick that nickname come from? Talking about Fappy. Uh, well, he part of the sexual harassment uh, that he was involved in, in uh, with Anita Anita Hill back before he became a Supreme Court justice was uh, the fact that he he insisted on talking to her about well. 
pubes on Coke cans and long dong silver and porn and kind of gives you the idea that maybe him and Jen Surrectionist uh, might be a little, a little freaky. Yeah. So, Lady G's emergency petition will be considered by none other than Fappy Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, Flavio. Oh, Roger in Oregon says his was just an educated guess. No, 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 no. That was you. You, you were ta- you were tapped into the goddess of irony. You knew you knew that this would be right. Yeah, Stephen, New York got it early on. Slappy. And going back to Steve, uh, Stevie three shirts. Ron and Raleigh says, whenever I see a case like this, uh, I, I, I imagine what it would be like if the defendants were black, and I imagine what the verdicts would be. Oddly enough, the verdicts, I imagine, never turn out like the actual verdicts. I, I guess I'm a cynic. No, you're not. You are a realist who is operating in the real world of the new 90 states of Merca, the greatest country in the history of the world on Earth now, today, forever, in the universe, under God. Amen. so old I remember when John Edwards used to talk about the two Americas and yes it turns out that there uh, there are there really and for truly are So we've got that to ponder, and ever so much more. By the way, Fred Gutenberg, who has never given up his quest in the aftermath of the Valentine's Day slaughter at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, well, uh, Little uh, the the guy that Nitwit Nero used to refer to as Little Marco Rubio, who, having been insulted, promptly got in line and behaved himself and abased himself before Nitwit Nero. Uh, he had a town hall after Parkland, at which Rubio said to eighteen-year-olds should not be able to buy a rifle. But this past Tuesday, he debated Val Demings, and he said, uh, well, I said that, and it doesn't work. So then, Fred Gutenberg, responding on CNN Wednesday, said that Marco Rubio is a pathetic liar. He's not wrong. He said, that was days after I buried my daughter. I was just a dad who wanted to believe him. I didn't know enough about the issue back then and just 
how badly he had failed in the years prior. We all know how he's failed since. He's a liar. He's just a pathetic liar. And said that it just wouldn't work to stop little disaffected boys from getting their hands on rifles. Let me tell you why that law doesn't work and why that proposal doesn't work. We had a shooter last Thursday, tragic, in North No, he said it that way. A shooter in North Carolina last Thursday, tragic. He couldn't even say a tragic shooting. He had to add the tragic as an afterthought in North Carolina. He was 15. Where did he get the gun? He didn't get it from a gun show. He certainly didn't buy it. Now, it's probably already in the home. Or maybe he bought it, you know, in a private sale. Because those are perfectly legal. You can go on the old swap shop on, uh, you know, on AM 860 and say, Hi. Hey, good morning, everybody. I got an AR-15 I'd like to sell. And, and I, I'll sell it or I'll... I'll swap it for a grenade launcher. That's okay. Because Second Amendment freedom. So Tuesday night, that 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 mountain of jello, Marco Rubio said. Denying the right to buy it is not going to keep them from doing. Here's the fundamental issue. The fundamental issue is why are these kids, why are these people going out there and massacring people? Because a lot of people own AR-15s and they don't kill everyone. A majority don't. And somewhere, somewhere, Aristotle's ashes reconstitute themselves into a body and go out and bang their head against a Oh, I don't know. A marble column from the remains of the of the of the of the Parthenon. But then again, it's Florida, so a bunch of people are sitting there going, "Yup, yup, 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 yup." Elizabeth Gregory is a spokes creep for Marco Rubio's campaign. She said, in the aftermath of Parkland, Senator Rubio sat down with Republicans, Democrats, students, parents, law enforcement, and others to find common ground. While they didn't agree on everything, they were able to make significant progress, including with the Stop School Violence Act. Oh, please. Yeah, Marco Rubio taking credit for that is like, oh, I don't know, me, me taking credit for the Gospels. Uh, Stephen New York says, sign my petition. Make make murders legal. Because murderers still kill people. Right. You know, a guy ran a stop sign last week, so that means that we need to get rid of all stop signs. But it works. And they fall for the shit. And, of course, you have to remember that Republicans are the kinds of people who think that AR-15s are more important than children getting to grow up. I'm I'm not pretending to understand that mindset, but I'm telling you it's real. And, And I don't have to tell you. You know. You know it's real. 
Uh, I can't give up my AR-15 because then I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel safe in my home. Uh, well, sir, you've got 92 other weapons. I know, but it's the AR-15 that makes me feel the safest. Makes me feel loved. Makes me feel warm and and embraced. I can't tell you how it feels as a as a as a caress. The the barrel of my AR-15, and you know what? It's got interchangeable parts. It's it, it's like playing Barbies only with only with things that can shred children into chutney. I, 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 t- I take one stock off and I put the other stock on and I say, no, I don't think I want that one today. And I take that one off and I put the third one on. And then I think, do I want do I want a banana magazine or do I want a drum magazine? And and then you got to and, and, and then and then I put then I load all the bullets into the magazine and, and and then I think, no, that one don't look good with that forearm on it. So I change out the forearm. And then sometimes I want that I want I want I want my bump stock on on it sick fox uh, meanwhile Steve Bannon slappy Tom, fappy Thomas it said lady B says you know how the right's always talking about a cabal and a conspiracy this that's that that's what this looks like kind of because it is I mean we don't need any of that squirrely shit like you know JFK playing drums in a Grateful Dead tribute band or anything. No. This. I mean, the Federalist Society is a conspiracy to load the bench with a bunch of uh, right-wing maniacs who will tear this country to pieces and leave nothing but a skeleton sufficient to support their fondest wishes and anybody else who wants rights or anything like that well they can uh, they can pound sand piss up a rope whatever yeah So anyway, that brings us to the top of the hour and the close of the filler Robster. I'm uh, looking forward to see how this, this conversation plays out. And again, if you've never participated before, you are mightily welcome so to do. Um, okay, everybody turn your cameras off. That's cool. I don't know why mine defaults to being on, but I turned it off real quick. Uh, Lee in New York writing says, uh, 92 guns at home? He's an argument based on a get smart skit. Why do you need 92 guns? Well, what if the robbers come to my home with 91 guns? I know. Uh, Randy Radar said, uh, Hillary looks better and better. I didn't think that was possible. Well, it is. Because it turns out she was right about just about every damn thing. And, but I've still got a little bit of that, whatever it is, left in me. And I saw it because you you mentioned Hillary and I thought immediately of, well, old Hank Kissinger, uh, whom she cited as a dear friend. Oh, well. 
saw a great cartoon the other day. It 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 came out after the passing of Angela Lansbury. I, I guess uh, the, the the see. I always thought that Jessica was a serial killer in Murder She Wrote because it was curious that somebody got dead right after Jessica showed up somewhere. I don't know if that disproves my... I don't know if her passing disproves my theory or not. But lo and behold, right after she passed away, the guy who played the sheriff passed away at, like, what, 86 or something? But anyway, right after the passing of Angela Lansbury, and, you know, she became terribly famous for that show, and she did a lovely job doing the voiceover work for Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast. That movie took on a whole new meaning for me a couple of years ago. Uh, but the role I always think about when I think of Angela Lansbury is the role that she played in The Manchurian Candidate. Wouldn't you like to play some solitaire? Yeah. That was one evil, creepy woman. Just thinking about her gives me the chills. If you've never seen, and I'm sure you have, but if you've never seen uh, The Manchurian Candidate, you know what? This would not be a bad time to watch it. Maybe maybe make a sort of a double or triple feature of it. Uh, uh, maybe Manchurian Candidate, Seven Days in May, and Advise and Consent. They were stunning dramas when they were originally made. Now they feel like warnings from the distant past into our present. Whew. Just saying. Um, so anyway, let's uh, go over the river and through the woods and check in at the old holler tree we sublet from the seat, uh, from the Keebler Elves and see what's going on around the Extraordinary Ordinary Roundtable. Hey, Sparky, how are you? Yes, you are. Happy birthday. You there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh, very faintly. Uh, let me turn it up. Ah, there you are. Much better. Much better. How about now? Yeah. Did you do anything special for your birthday? No, I wasn't in the chat room on Tuesday because Mary came over to Tuesday afternoon brought me birthday cake and we visited for a couple hours oh how lovely and got a call from my sister in arizona card from her do anything by way of a special special. dinner birthday dinner anything no well darn 
And uh, Tamara down in San Diego way just said, happy birthday, Sparky. When you live alone, you don't think about things like that, I guess. So what kind of cake was it? Chocolate cake. Very nice. Ice cream? I had these. What? Ice cream? I did ice cream with cake when I ate it. I haven't ate the whole thing yet. Hey, but yeah, gotta have. Yeah. I, I gave a small sliver of pitch slice to Grady, and then my sister tells me, oh, don't give chocolate to dogs. That's true, you're not supposed to. Probably wasn't enough chocolate in that piece of cake I gave, and I'm, I don't know. I won't give him any more, but I got a whole cake to eat still. Well, you know, it's a it's a dirty job, but somebody has to do it, Sparky, and you're the man for the I, job. I tried to give some to my neighbor, but she wouldn't take it. Because she's got a household full of people over there half the time and be gone in a hurry. So, uh, which birthday was this? My 71st. My goodness gracious, you have now entered your 70s. I did that last year. No, 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 70 is the end of your 60s. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, right. That's like, you know, I'm going to, in January, I will enter the last year of my 50s. It just happens to be 60. I'm fighting, I'm fighting for every, I'm fighting for every blessed year, Sparky. Work with me. I was there once. So, uh, uh, Steve in New York wants to know, uh, are you a coffee drinking guy? No, I don't drink coffee. I gave it up. Okay. What are you drinking? What are you drinking these days? Right now, I'm drinking sun tea. That's nice. Thing about this hot weather, you can make really good sun tea. <laughs> in your weather, in about fifteen minutes, right? Yeah, but not today, though. Today's kind of a weird day for weather. It's kind of a still before the something uh, we got a weather alert that we're going to be under a fire weather watch oh great you know what that is. yeah the what blowing winds and high, the high freaking winds again the same kind of deal as when started the paradise fire oh Other great fires. High winds, low humidity, everything's out there tender dry. Is it real? It, it like is it real crispy Rub out it there? In, Roger. Not today. It's only eighty today. Yesterday it was ninety-two, and the day before that it was ninety-seven. Roger says it started to rain, Gene. 
Well, that's uh, Theo, Theo said he was uh, he was cavorting in the rain up there in in Oregon. Yeah, well, it always stays up in Oregon. Never comes down here. Well, I know I know you hate the hot weather and everything, but I still kind of like it. Well, I don't hate it. Just I know it's not a good idea to be out in it for very long when you're my age. I used to work in this head shit. Go to work at 6 o'clock in the morning, get off at 2.30. Yeah, because you couldn't work anymore in it. Not when it's 110 or 117 or something like that. Sometimes. Well, there's other people in the room. I was, uh, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna check. Uh, uh, anybody, anybody got anything? Come on. Don't make me and Sparky carry all the weight. What's going on, you guys? Hey, Kevin, what's happening, man? I'm uh, just driving home from work. Uh, Got to stop and get some apple cider and some... Uh, Rum? Sparkling sparkling water, sparkling soda. Oh, uh, making... Uh, see, the German word for that is Apfelsaft. Yeah... I know Tracy makes like a, a mosto with, uh, with the apple cider and the vodka. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like it could probably have a kick. Yeah. What else you put in? Uh, Mike's hot honey. I don't know. Might be something. She just she just cook it today. I haven't. I've seen some pictures on uh, Facebook. Yeah, hot apple hot hot apple cider yeah. with some spiced rum in it. It's uh, quite good. Yeah. Uh, she uh, roasted up some carrots. I know that, and uh, we got some cabbage left over she made from last week. And we're having hot dogs, hot dogs and cabbage tonight. It works. <laughs> no uh, bun. No, no, we we had yeah, uh, yeah we had uh, we had kielbasa and cabbage the other night, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little hot. Put some jalapeno in the stocker. Nice. <laughs> and the uh, cabbage, you know. And uh, so going to have that. But anyway, it's about 56 here. Sun's going down. What do you got there? Like about the same? Uh, oh, here, here in the hills of West Virginia? Uh, let me check what it is outside. I can do that right quick. Uh, 63. 63, are you? Yeah, we're uh, the the weekend is going to be absolutely perfect. Uh, high both days, Saturday and Sunday, is seventy one. Hell, Monday it's seventy three. Yeah, we're going to have like what sixty seven tomorrow, but it's going to drop down like sixty one Sunday. It's going to be a little rainy next week, but like you said, we're going to be in the seventy two. We're going to be like full seventy three days. This feel this feels like really the last of the nice stuff. So I'm going to try to make a special point this weekend of getting out and. Uh, taking in a trail or two. There you go. It's really nice color. You got good color down there. Oh, we had fantastic color, but uh, it's it's waning now. There's a lot. There's a tree. I took a picture of a tree. Oh, maybe 
six days ago. Beautiful. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was an oak, and it was just standing there all by itself in somebody's yard, and it was just this golden, you know, cone, a huge, big, big oak tree, and it was all in yep. gold. I drove by it today. There's not a leaf on it. Wow. Oak, huh? Yeah. Usually those things, you know, hardier they go later. But wow. I mean, I can't. Yeah. I can't be for sure. It might have been some kind of maple. Maybe a hickory. Yeah, yeah. Oaks are starting to turn here. You know the maples, and we're pro- we're a little bit past peak right now. Yeah, you know the maples and all that. But the oaks now the oaks are starting to turn, and strawberries. You know the burning bushes, all that stuff. Oh, those things you are know. so pretty. I got a few in my yard. Yeah. But we had a great we had a, we had a great bridge day last weekend, so things are calming down a little bit. Uh, yeah. I'm all ex- I'm all excited. There may not I, I haven't yet decided if I have the courage or not, but there may not be a Friday on the front porch next week because uh, bottom line is there's a screening of Rocky Horror over in Beckley on a big screen. Oh what? Uh-huh. And you know, I haven't seen that on a big screen since I was a, you know, probably twenty years old. Yeah, since yeah, same with me since I was a, since I was a teenager. And yeah. things have changed a little bit since then, and I have a, I have a profound urge to go as Doctor Frankenfurter. <laughs> That's good. that should be blast. Because everybody will be in costume. Oh yeah. I think I saw it at the Hampshire Mall Cinemas right near UMass. Well, the last place I saw it was a movie theater in Florence, Alabama, that's now some sort of uh, creepy, evangelical mega church. Uh, one of those places that converted to a church, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got a few of those around here that got, uh, you know, evangelical little churches. They're anywhere from big ones to little mom and pop stores. <laughs> well, it's, 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 yeah, it's, got- it's a great racket. Oh yeah, chick yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's uh, and that's the same theater where I was told by several different denominations that I was going straight to hell uh, when I walked past them to go in and watch Life of Brian. Oh my God! Yeah, I remember back then they kind of. Now that you mentioned it, they were kind of like Christian nationalists were all over Monty Python back in the day. <laughs> yeah, the church, the, 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 the church, the Church of Christ uh, uh, condemned me to hell. The Free Will Baptists condemned me to hell, and uh, the 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 Pentecostalists damned me to. It was it was just like a little you're going to hell gauntlet, just trying to go in and watch a movie. Just imagine what they do today. Help you along the way. Well, yeah, for for additional reasons now, Jeremy. Going on, Jeremy. Exact opposite of you. You're headed home. I'm headed to work. Oof. You still up there yet, Jeremy? Well, I was. Uh, I was up. Let's say it wasn't last weekend. Oh, it was last weekend. Might have been the weekend before. It was yeah. like the 
second week of October. Yeah, that Mansfield had snow on. And they're making snow at uh, Okima for the, uh, the X Games in uh, early December. So we'll see. I'm expecting a, a snowy or maybe colder winter this year, which I won't mind. It's okay. I'll take yeah. that. I'll send it all here. I heard that. You didn't get nothing last year down here in the valley, near Connecticut River Valley. So, hardly anything. You get probably. I don't even think I used to. Huh? You get two mediocre storms at best, probably. Maybe. I, I didn't even use my snowblower last year once. Not once. I just hit it with the shovel. I was able to. I was able to take care of it. <laughs> Anything that happened. Oh, and by the by the way, from an, from an ecological standpoint, for anybody so inclined, don't use your blower. Your don't lo- lose the leaf blower. The leaves don't need to be blown. I uh, I don't use one. Yeah, because those those things need to. Yeah, those things need to rot right where they are because the leaf litter. Uh, is actually a big part of the of the of the of the biome of your yard. Yeah, I got a patch of a small patch of woods on one side of my yard, um, and oak trees, mainly oak trees in that patch. And depending on how the wind blows and all that, I get them in my yard and I just rake them back into the little patch of woods. Then I got a maple on the other side, away from the woods, the other side of the house, nice maple. And I just rake them up, stuff them in a barrel, drag it over the woods, or I put it on a tarp, drag it over to the woods, and dump it in the woods. I'm, I mean, it really, it, it really does. I mean, it, it takes about a thousand years for leaf mold to uh, uh, make an inch of soil, but it can, you know, the 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 rich, the, the it, it makes for some really rich black soil. Um, a lot of tannic acid and stuff, but. Overall, I can tell where I've dumped it over the years, you know, probably 10, 20 feet from my property into the woods. Excuse me. These little humps and everything. And, yeah, it's probably been building up. But it's nice. I can tell. But sometimes I, I kick at it just to see what kind of compost has been going on. And, yeah, it's nice and black, you know. Yeah, rich. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to bag up stuff and have them come around, take, you know, cause they, they come around like once a month this time of year, uh, the day after trash day, which is Friday, which is Saturday. They come around once a month, uh, November, December, no wait, twice in November, twice, twice in November, twice in October and once in December, they come around and they'll take leaves away. But I, I haven't done that probably what 15 years i just decided to you know, why bother you know throw them in the woods no one you know it's not hurt nothing you know i just let the wind and my neighbors pick them up <laughs> yeah i got neighbor across the street's got a big maple like mine his goes like one week before mine does and i get some of his leaves in the front of my yard but i don't care you know beautiful red <sighs> turns So, Robin, did you see that video I sent you about that uh, dropout? Uh, yes. That's some crazy shit, huh? 
guys just trying to vote. Yeah, and and we'll drop off his ballot. Yeah. Yeah. Mesa, Arizona. Yeah. And some asshole just tries to keep the yeah. Well, just stop me from voting. That's for sure. No. Um, I mean, we're up. Yeah. I'm willing to, you know, fight. I mean, here in Mass, we don't have, you know, none of that crazy stuff's really going on. I mean, there's there's a few yahoos here and there, but nothing on a large scale. Through ballot tract in my state, I, I know my ballot's already been counted. I just dropped mine in the mail, though, and it took six days from the mail post office in town to get to the county clerk. Here in Oregon, we got told that the county registrar dropped them in the mail yesterday, so we should be getting them today. And then we've got tracking here in Oregon, too, and I've already got my sample filled out, and I know exactly who I'm voting for. You guys want to hear something crazy? Um, I was picking up uh, one of the blue collection boxes, uh, Amherst, you know, where I, do, where I deliver, right in front of the town hall. Of course, so it's busy this time of year with the ballots and everything. And I open up the collection box, and there's a bunch of ballots in there. And I find, like, I get back in the truck to process them. And there's like two or three of them that are unsealed. I'm like, oh boy. And I'm looking at them all, and they're every one of them. There's like 70 of them, 75 maybe. They're all unsealed. <laughs> so I brought them back into the town hall. It's like right there. And I'm like, they probably just forgot. And uh, she goes, oh my god, you know, my like, god, yeah, you know, probably just forgot to seal them up. They sealed them back up, and I gave them to me. But you know, I couldn't let that go through, you know. <laughs> Somebody walked to me <laughs> across the street with binoculars. He put on sealed ballots in his mail truck. Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyway. Well, I mean, that was, that was, the, that, that was the right, dump. That was the right <laughs> thing to do, though, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm like, I can't bring these to the Pope, back to the post office and, you know, have them. I think, you know. What we do with the ballots is we process them separately in, in the station. We, we uh, collate them, you know, and then they go on the truck down to Hartford, Connecticut. And from there, I don't think they put them through a machine because they're so big. They probably process them another way. But, you know, I wouldn't want to send unsealed ba ballots down there because, uh, you know, just open yourself to all kinds of problems, you know. I wouldn't want the post office to have to steal it up is what I'm, you know what I mean? I, I'm like, let's just take care of this now while I'm right here at the town hall. They're still open. And I just walked right back in and she's like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, you guys probably, you know, they're busy, I'm sure. And, you know, they've got a lot, I can notice a lot of mail in, uh, pick up a lot of mail in ballots this year. That's for sure. A lot of people are voting. Uh, just from, uh, just from what I pick up every God, day. I, I mean, and see, that's the, the it's it's got to it's gonna it's gonna turn on turn out, don't you think? 
Yeah, I was listening to um, uh, one of those podcasts this morning. Um, uh, anyway, the guy, he said that it's um, Georgia, anywhere where there's early voting now has, has taken place, that it's like it's like an election day type of value. Um, I think you mentioned Georgia. I don't know how many other states. Um, I think, was it Pennsylvania starts tomorrow or some state starts tomorrow? Anyway, he's saying that it's, it's presidential election levels of participation, which that's a, that's a good sign, he's saying. He's like, he's, it's not like it's a lock that Democrats are going to, you know, bruise, but he's like, that's better than, I mean, for a midterm, that's really, really good to have that type of volume on early, in early voting. You can't say that they're all Democrats, but, you know, I would have to think usually when there's heavy turnout, that's good for the Democrats, by, you know, but as a rule. So anyway, that's what he was saying this morning. The show, I think it was one of the podcasts. I got the guy's name, political consultant, political consultant guys. And they were saying that those special elections they had over the summer and then with Kansas combined, they're like, they still can't. Off of that. Like he's like, it's still kind of up in the air because like that, what happened there is still, you can't say, okay, it's going to be a, a blue wave. Just, but I mean, again, they beat expectations like that one in New York. They were, they were, I think was it election night? They were predicting to lose by two or three percent. They wound up winning by two or three percent. No, so. Well, it's places. I mean, it, it's places. When we think about the Senate, it's places like Georgia, it's Iowa, it's Wisconsin. Uh, I guess. I, I mean, I hate to say it because he would be such a far better senator than Rand Paul, libertarian ophthalmologist, and that thing on his head. It's. It's a pity that. Uh, the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee has sort of uh, left Charles Booker to flap in the breeze. Um, I, yeah. Uh. There are real opportunities. Oh, God, you know, please, Pennsylvania, vote, 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 vote. You know, you got to beat Doug Mastriano and you got to beat Dr. Oz. Yeah, I think I think Pennsylvania is one of the states where he said it was high, high turnout, presidential level, already early voting. And but they said that they haven't gotten Philadelphia yet, even on the, on the board, apparently, for some reason, Philadelphia, you know, so I'm sure that's probably going to be high. But I heard Grassley's uh, only up a couple points, huh? I heard. Whoever's running against him, that'd be kind of a shocker if he goes down. Huh? Well, I think the the, the candidate in North, uh, the Republican in North Carolina, is up a couple of points. Ron and Raleigh can probably uh, square us up on that. Uh, the, the hopefully, uh, Senator Reverend Warnock is opening up a little bit of space between him and Herschel and his badge and his. Red Rider BB gun with the compass in the stock and his decoder ring. 
That's and his hilarious. greeting cards, right? Right, Robin? Oh, yes, yes. I got a bag out of a, a badge out of a box of corn pops, I think. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Steve! Robin! How the heck are you? Doing, doing fine, my friend. I don't know, make out of this what you will, but I, we went and early voted Tuesday. It was packed. Nice. You got to understand, I'm in Andrew Clyde's district, you know, the guy that said, oh, it's just a bunch of tourists. Yeah, right. The tourists with the AR-15s. But this was encouraging. More than half the people in the facility had masks on. So, again, make of that what you will. Mm. Those aren't maggots. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought I would no, share that. They're, it, they're wearing it, a mask. The turnout in Georgia, what you're hearing on the news is correct. It's just people are taking this election very seriously. No matter what side of the aisle they're on, everybody's getting out and voting. It's because it's a new COVID wave starting. They already predicted it. It's on the rise everywhere. We're at medium risk. We're already over in our hospitals. It's not even November yet. And the latest uh, vaccine doesn't help. What's that new one they just came out with? I just got it a couple weeks ago. But by it doesn't help, what do you mean by that, Steve? But out of the biovalent, the one Jeremy's talking about, is right. effective against it. Well, there's no effectiveness? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. My understanding is, my understanding is that, just like the previous, it greatly helps you from dying, but it doesn't prevent you from getting the disease or getting sick. I actually heard if you get the vaccine, you have stand a better chance of actually catching COVID, but it will not kill you. But you will catch it more than someone does on the vaccine for some reason. I don't know why. Karen had it didn't even know she was infected. So, there's that. But I didn't get it. <laughs> Living in this little bitty house. So, it's a strange virus. That's what it was. Well, it decidedly is. By the way, uh, uh, going back to the various races, Darlene in Connecticut reminds us, uh, Tim Ryan in Ohio was complaining on my filthy morning habit that the DNC was leaving him flat-footed for funds in Ohio. Ohio's full of maggots and rednecks, that's what they call themselves, as you know, and they are are getting out to vote. Oh, and they're, and they're motivated. They're motivated. Uh, I, I, I went to my mailbox today and I had a flyer uh, aimed at my Democratic state senator, one of very few, good guy, saying uh, refuses to level the playing field and wants boys to play women's sports. And, you know, it just... I know it seems like that's my niche issue. It's not. But it's like... It's how do you How do you campaign against flat-out lies? Because that's a flat-out lie. The first 15 minutes of the debate with Marge and her opponent. I yeah, it was sickening. Was yeah, that's all she did was talk about that. I was like, man, i got to share this with Robin, man. I, I sent you the link. Yeah, you, did, you, you seen it, didn't you? God. And she kept saying Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. It was really pissing me off. Right, and I just want somebody to get up in her, and, and get up in her face, show her some letterhead from the DNC and say, Dumbass, it's the Democratic Party, not the Democrat Party. It's never been the Democrat Party. 
are is there something wrong with you? Can you not learn? <laughs> can you read? That's a slur. Sure, nobody can be that damn. Oh no, stupid. this goes all the way back to Newton Leroy Gingrich, uh, yep. amateur paleontologist. You, you you don't say democratic, you say democrat, and you emphasize the R A T rat. This is all that George Lakoff shit. I mean, not not George Lakoff, Frank Lunch shit. And if, if we elect Herschel, knowing what we know, I will lose all faith in the state of Georgia. Jesus, man. Well, no, I mean, pack, pack up and go somewhere. I mean, the Senate yeah. is over. Because, you know, I'm a... That I'm a, guy's dumber than a bag of hammers, though. And he didn't even show up for the second debate. Well, it's not just that he he's dumb. Up. Steve, it's not just that he's dumb. He's mean. He's mean. Yeah. He's psychotic. He has more personalities than civil. You never know which is personality. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's for more personalities <laughs> than civil. That's good. That's good, Steve. Oh, God. But and there's so, something. I'll go ahead, and then I want to voice something else that's really disturbing. After you're finished. It, no, I was just I was just going to point out that, uh, you know, my penchant for ancient Rome and all of this stuff. This is oh, yeah. you know Herschel going to the the potential of Herschel like, going to the horse. Senate. Yeah, this is Caligula <laughs> bringing Incatatus into the Curia. <laughs> oh, and by the way, going back to kielbasa and cabbage. Uh, uh, John just wrote in and yeah. says, Kielbasa, once you've had Krakowska, a ham infused with lots of garlic, you won't want the Kielbasa so much. Oh, I want to know I want to know more about this Krakowska. That sounds yummy. Like a gastric I've been looking nightmare. I've been I've been looking for some and, and I feel I feel so I feel like I'm a, I'm being culturally appropriative. This is a food porn moment. I've been looking around for some C A P I C O L L A ham, uh, which I understand Gabagool. up east is pronounced gabagool. Gabagool, absolutely. Yeah. Sopranos used to talk about. Yeah, it all I need the some time. gabagool. I can't. <laughs> I can't find any. You know, I just I wanted some for a charcuterie board. You know, with some blue cheese and maybe some, you know, some Romano Parmesan. Do you have a Publix nearby? Oh no. Uh, no. Beatrice, he'll send you some. Beatrice, he'll send you some, Robin. Oh, bless got, your heart. Got cool. up there. God, I love that, that stuff. Here. I love that. So the spicier, the better. It's down the south end of Springfield. Great place. Mom and Rico's. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. I'll, I'll talk to her about it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull over to the grocery store in a minute, so I'll be off. I'll be well, I just, I just saw the picture of everything she's cooked today, and I'm just sitting here dying. Oh, the, the, yeah, right. The parsnips sound like a wonder. Hot honey and five spice? You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, she, we like that five spice. I put it on my oatmeal. Ooh. Maple syrup. Oh no! That, wow. Yeah, that's five spice. Yeah. When I'm yeah. making the old, the old, huh? No, go the ahead. Old-fashioned oatmeal. Yeah, just a little five spice and. Um, Little maple syrup. And oh, oh, that's yeah. That sounds like magic. Uh, uh, Robin, uh, I like those uh, switch gears. Have oh, you what? heard that the uh, Oregon may elect a Republican mayor? That somehow the the owner of Nike is funding some third party cat. Yo, oh, Phil. Yeah, well, Phil Knight's an asshole. 
Jesus, okay. man. I uh, thought Oregon was just more savvy than that, you know? Roger, help Betsy, me out, man. Betsy Johnson right now, and this is in the poll of polls, is at 14.4%. Kotak, the Democrat, is at 34 point, I mean, sorry, 37.4%. And Dre's of the Republican is 37.8%. Oh, and okay. Phil Knight okay. has been backing Johnson, who was a Democrat, and served in the Oregon legislature and has a um, reputation of working with everybody, meaning she was a lousy Democrat and a lousy Republican because she was always looking for compromise. And we all know the Republicans come out on the better end of that stick. Drazen is a election-denying, 100% maggot, anti-abortion, Pro guns for the toddlers and everybody above. Uh, but what I find interesting is this 0.4% difference uh, is within any statistical margin of error. Now, one of the problems with polling is that every time there's an election, the polling companies realize that they actually polled kind of the wrong people. And so they readjust who they poll based on the turnout of the previous election. And mm -hmm. so they're always behind, but they're always trying to catch up. So polls are not as accurate as we would like to believe they are. Uh, and the other side of it is typically polls are done via landlines. And I know a tremendous number of people who, when they get a call on their cell phone, if it isn't in their contact list, they won't answer it. It's blocked. And there are some people who actually have phones that they've programmed it somehow to where it won't even ring if the person calling them is not in their contacts. An yep. And this creates a situation where any of the polling is virtually impossible unless they're spending the time and money to basically go door to door in a random selection of people who voted in the last election. But then that still leaves out the people who have turned 18 in the last two years because there's no data except their voter registration. And if that crowd has Apple phones and they've done that thing about switching them off, that they can't even be gotten to the polling. Um, the, the other one here in Oregon, and this is in my district, is an Adam Scarlatos, who is the GI that uh, prevented a terrorist attack in France a few years ago. Yeah. And he's thumping hard on – he's a, another maggot Republican. And, and uh, he's a, very much for the total abortion bans and all the rest of it. And he's gotten some traction in the congressional area around here, according to the polls. But I, I, it's crazy to me that Drazen is doing as well as she is. But Oregon, other than Portland, Salem, and Eugene, is maggot country. I mean, there are still places yeah, when I drive down to the kid's farm. Totally that, shocked. All the, the Trumper flags and, and uh, Still up. <laughs> Trump 2020. Now, they've even got the Trump 2024 flags flying around. Um, 
it, it is a real weird state to live in. But you have to realize that when Oregon came into the Union, 1859, uh, Chinese and blacks were not allowed in Oregon. Absolutely. And it wasn't until I believe about 1959 that the sundowner laws started getting repealed. And another initiative on this year's ballot is the one to eliminate involuntary servitude and slavery for convicted criminals. So I, I hope we don't get the the Republican and his governor. It, it would be a disaster. For and this and, and uh, Roger wasn't uh, isn't Oregon then uh, particularly the Portland Portland area. Isn't that the origin of the term getting Shanghai? I thought that came out of San Francisco. Okay, maybe it did. No, I no, I think you're right, Robin. <clears throat> There's a famous bar downtown Portland. Yeah, you're, you're right, Robin. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, there there's a famous bar. I think it is like the Shanghai Bar where they used to grab people and and run them down to the river and and they would sail them off up the Willamette over to the Columbia and off to the Pacific Ocean you go. So I think that's absolutely true. Press gang. Yeah. Um, a lot of weirdness going on in the news. Oh, and Boris the, Johnson may rear his ugly head again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <Christ>. You know, <laughs> I, feel, I feel so bad for the normal citizen, uh, subjects of the, of, the, of the king in UK. The weirdos, you know, I, I don't much care. The Brexiteers, well, you know, they can they can go get it on with a cactus. But the decent people, you know, they don't deserve this. And Jesus, you know, what a what a twit and Liz Trust. Yeah. <laughs> but here here's the here's the here's the hilarity. Her brief stint in office qualifies her. For one hundred and fifteen thousand pounds a year. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, that's gonna piss that the room. subjects off. <laughs> that's gonna piss the subjects off. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll post that. You're exactly right. Post I mean, what a yeah. what a nice racket. At work, what three weeks or six weeks? <laughs> Get it. Fifteen pounds. Just goodbye now. I'm going. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm. Goodbye now. I'm going to go and rent a oh, lovely little cabana on Mallorca. But I, I gotta say, I mean, <clears throat> if you look at it, who's the biggest joke of the so-called free world? If if the cons, let's say the cons take the House and the Senate, let's just say that happens, and some of these governorships go sideways, like in Oregon. Who's the dumbest country of them all? Is it the U.S. or the U.K.? It's a tough call, right? Yeah, no shit. It's, well, and and I think it has to be us because just, you know, big and stupid is more dangerous than small and stupid. Mm, Yes, very true. How have you been, by the way? They got nukes, too, though. Well, they do. 
It can blow up the world. We can just blow it up like 3,000 times. You know, I saw an interesting story today, uh, and, and there was kind of a tangential connection here. You know, I've mentioned that several years ago, uh, we all went on uh, what I refer to as the Libboat Cruise. And had a lovely time. And it's kind of weird because, um, and I mean, we're talking about, oh, Jesus, 12, 13 years ago, maybe. My, how time flies. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and one of his kids, or maybe two of them, were on the boat for a little bit with us because he was there to, uh, uh, to hustle his movie, The Last Mountain. Oh, my God. Someday I'm going to write a book about our experience with that. Uh, hey, we're down here to help him build a wind farm. See you later, Bobby! Um, but his son, Connor, was there, and, and Ferg actually uh, hung out with him, and they, they had a good time. Well, Connor, I saw a story today. Connor just got back from fighting on the Ukraine front. He fought on the northeastern front with the International Legion. Prior to that, he was famous only for being the grandson of RFK. And for a brief while in 2012, uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. It's like, and, and, and of course, you know. Bobby has gone batshit crazy insane out there, you know, hustling his anti-vax bullshit. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But, sure. you know, I'll never forget him. We were seated side by side, and he just reach out, reaches over and says, Hey, I want to try your prime rib there. And it's like, okay, whatever. And, oh, weird. Wait, he took a bite of your prime yeah, rib? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Hell? Go ahead. Yeah. Carp. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Knock yourself out. Really? Yeah. Just started sawing on your plate. Jeez. Oh, Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and came. Then. The, oh, I'm, I'm so talking out of school here. But he came down here for the uh, for the last mountain thing, and then he was all all got all worked up for the reenactment of the march on Blair Mountain, and came down here and rutted around like a goat in heat. Uh, it was. <laughs> I really liked him when he was on kinda, American Fire. Yeah, kind of had a thing. Yeah, kind of had a thing. Kind of had a thing with a woman I know. Morgan, oh, Morgan, and Morgan. Interesting. Yeah, Kennedys. What do you want? But, uh, but oh, that I, voice of his, I couldn't imagine him singing love, love, uh, love songs like Julio Iglesias. No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine him singing the love boat theme either, for that matter. While we were out bobbing around in the Caribbean, bobbing around. See what I did there? Uh, bobbing around. <laughs> I heard an in, interesting idea today. That yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt, interrupt you, Robin. Go oh ahead. no, no, no. Go, Steve. You're fine. Um, I don't even know where I heard this. Just while I was working, I always got things going in the background. Somebody was saying that if the worst case scenario happens, we lose the House and the Senate, why couldn't we, in the lame duck session, eliminate the debt ceiling through reconciliation and at least take that machete out of McCarthy's hands? We should hold up the defense spending. Fuck it. 
You want to burn down the country? Hey, we'll help. Fuck it. There's, there's don't don't spend no more defense about The debt ceiling, that just came to be in 1957, and now they're using it for all the wrong reasons. Oh, I know. So, so is that, is that a, doable? I mean... I don't Well, I don't know, Steve. I mean, if we lose... Well, well, if we lose the... You mean if we lose the House and the Senate, right? Right. Right, and during lame duck, right, we're still going to, you know, we still got a lame duck session. Mm -hmm. At least try to get that through, and then you take that machete out of Kevin McCarthy's hands because he's already said that, you know, he's going to hold that over our heads. Well, uh, how, but, shut but down all this bullshit, you know. We can, we can't pass. I don't I don't really understand what he means by that, holding it up over our heads. What I mean, the only thing that um, Joe has is his. Uh, veto right that's all he can do yeah but the thing is he had that the, the, the republicans can't come up with a veto proof majority because yeah, we it, can filibuster we can play the filibuster game for two years right i don't I know what, what they want to pass anyway won't come to that but I mean, it's just it seemed like a good idea when you know it was flying over my head while i was trying to work well, the problem that, that comes up with this debt ceiling bullshit is it, it becomes a method of getting the United States to default on their debt payments. And these the, this is simply covering – creating a method to pay for items that have already been appropriated by Congress. Right. So it's people spending the money and then saying we don't want to pay for it, and they – they really don't have to do anything other than refuse to increase the debt ceiling. And the Democrats tend to be people that, oh, my God, we can't default. We've, we've got to cave to whatever they're doing. I mean, I could see them holding up the debt ceiling over the Social Security and Medicare. Exactly. That's and the yeah, Democrats exactly. would be very hard-pressed to say, well, fuck it. We're just going to have to let Social Security and Medicare die. Go by the wayside. Go by the wayside and, and see if we can't blame it on the Republicans. But you know yeah. CNN and Fox and, and some of the people on MSNBC would lay that at the feet of the Democrats, that the reason you don't have Social Security is because the Democrats refused to eliminate the debt ceiling, you know, whatever. But they would blame it on the, on the Democrats, where it's not the Democrats' fault at all. It's the Republicans – and I've got just enough maggot Facebook-type friends from high school that would believe it. Of course. Of course they would. And, Roger, you've been talking about this. Yeah. Hey, Steve, one second. Hey, Roger, you were talking for two years. You've been talking about the tax, you know, that it's going to sunset, right? The ordinary tax relief for ordinary Americans is, is set to expire, correct? The 2017 Trump tax cuts expire for the middle class and, and poor, and yet it's cast in stone for the top 1% tax breaks that Trump pushed through. And the corporations, right? Yeah. And so taxes are going to go up with nobody doing anything. And you know the and, Democrats aren't going to fight back. You know, you're absolutely the, right. Yeah. And the Republicans will say, see, we told you, Democrats Ooh, were going to yeah. taxes, taxes when it was the Republicans that set it up two years ago or three or four years ago. 
Gotta give the devil its due. They're crafty son of a bitch. They are motherfuckers. You know, yeah. they really are. Well, but what, the what they what what they what they are is P.T. Barnum. They know how to run a con. Yeah, and they know their crowd. They know their crowd is dumber than dog shit. They got the head orange ringmaster. They're going to bring back this year, right? This way to the <laughs> and you know, 2024 is this way to the egress, dumbasses. <laughs> Well, their, their first successful, really successful one on this that I'm aware of was 1985 when they redid the Social Security, doubled the Social Security tax, and means-tested Social Security for those people who switched careers and went into non-covered public employment in 1985. It was called the, the Government Pension Offset. So they've, they've already means-tested once, and it's been on the books since 1985. And so this new crap that they're playing with Social Security is simply another replay of what they did in 1985. Now, the slick thing they did in 85 was the government pension offset was not applied for anybody who was already over the age of 55. So people over the age of 55 in 1985 weren't affected by the government pension offset. And because everybody needed at least 10 years to get to where they were going to be hampered by it, the vast majority of the electorate would forget about it, that it was the Republicans who did it, and it didn't affect anybody. So I can see them pulling another stunt like that on Social Security and that is that anybody who was already over the age of 55, 60, whatever, will continue to get their Social Security. But those people under 55, even though you've been paying into it for possibly 40 years, you're the ones that aren't going to get it. But we're still going to collect it because we have to pay it to your parents and grandparents and do it as, in a very delayed manner like they did the last time around and got away with it. It's you know, it's, if you don't if you don't study history, you're going to get fucked over by it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm two years away from what used to be, you know, early early collect, but it turns out I'm actually eight years away. Because while my generation was out busy, you know, drinking beer and listening to new wave music, you know, Ronnie and Tipper were rolling up their sleeves and screwing my generation. Talk and they doubled the amount you paid into Social Security. Right. Yeah. It used to be, a, if you were self-employed prior to 1985, you paid 7.5%. Now I'm talking self-employed. Now, if you're self-employed, you pay 15.5%. And if you are an employee, you pay approximately 35 and your employer paid 35 And then they boosted it up to 75 for each of you. Um, and I don't know whether the uh, employers reduced wages by that little amount and kept everybody working for the same pay or what, but the, the fact is that that money went into a special series of government bonds that have priority over all other bonds and must be paid before you can pay any others. And at this point right now, all I can see is that the Republicans are trying to welch on the repayment of those bonds 
and continue to make all payments out of recently collected income, and they're looking for a way to avoid paying that $2 trillion or thereabouts back to the Social Security people who have been paying in at the higher rate for all these years. Jesus. It's an incredible shell game that they've pulled off. Wow. Just wow. Uh, let's see here. Uh, just uh, keep... Oh, uh, hey. Uh, Todd has just joined us over on the stress line. Hey, Todd. Hey, everybody. Can everybody hear me? Yeah, it's great to yeah, have you on the front hey. porch, man. Happy Friday, people. Amen. Wow. You, you, man, you guys are, this is, this is everybody. This is some serious doo-doo. Well, you know, uh, we, 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 we try to, we try to ease into the conversation, a little talk about the weather, a little talk, you know, and then, and, <laughs> and then it, all of a sudden it's like, well, this shit's serious. Roger, um, this, all right, maybe someone can explain this to me. Uh, maybe I'm missing something, but. All right. Uh, when we hear entitlements, and maybe you already talked about it, but that it's, it's stuff we paid into already. The money's out there. We we put money in constantly, and people are pulling out. Now, along the way, people have been stealing money out of the account. But we still, you know, if we look at your pay stubs. If you work for someone or whatever, you know, even if you're I nine, you put money into it. Now. When they refuse, when the Republicans refuse to, you know, they say, well, we got a debt ceiling. That's some artificial bullshit. People probably are already pointing out. Because that's just paying the debt. They love to talk about law and order and paying your debts. And you listen to C-SPAN, they always talk about, well, I, I have zero. I, all my credit cards are paid off, and I just believe in paying my debt. You know, all that bullshit. So it's just paying, you know, what we already have spent. Now, you can't change the rules in the middle of the game. They sure as fucking try it, Todd, right? No, they do change well, the rules in the middle yeah, of the game. They would do it all the time. Uh, Merrick Garland, anyone remember? True. They but, do it all but, the time. See, if we, okay. All right. So, okay, good. So we're all on the same page as this. Right. So that's what they do. They finagle and try to change the rules. However, you know, we cannot, you cannot function. We cannot function as a country doing that. Oh, I know. And we're not. We're not functioning. It, <laughs> right. But but the thing is, you default on the debt. This is, comp this is a little bit complicated, but maybe it's not. It's really this simple. When we got off the gold standard, you know, we said, you know what? Fuck this shit. We're printing our money. Everybody loves America. Anywhere you go in the world, an American dollar is currency. I don't care where you go. It's worth a lot, the American dollar. Mm -hmm. Because we're never, it doesn't fuck. And I'm, 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 I'm going to curse. I'm really going to curse because it means something. It doesn't fucking matter. We're never going to pay back the debt. He just really want you to fucking know. It ain't, designed to, it ain't designed to be paid back. I mean, this is 
this is stuff that goes all the way back to the post Civil War era when I mean that's that's why that's why Salmon P Chase's name is in Chase Manhattan Bank. Okay, and now it's just Chase. Dude never had anything to do with that bank, but he changed the way that that that, that we viewed debt. And so debt became power. It's leverage, it's power. Exactly. We will and but they don't want you to know that. Why not print one trillion dollar bill? Or how many it takes? Whatever. Okay, we're going to pay back the debts. <laughs> Their debt here, it's paid off. Yep. Because that, I'll tell you why, Steve. I'm gonna tell you why. Because then, then, then it was like it's like a, a Wizard of Oz. Then the curtain is up, and it's like, oh, the jig is up. Because middle America doesn't understand that. They believe, well, I pay my mortgage every month. Yeah, but our country is not, like, paying house mortgage. It's a household, goddammit. Yes, it's so true, Todd. Absolutely. So true. You, well, you know, the country, thing. it's not your fucking household. Yeah. You see, there's another we, thing. We run there's, there's, there's another thing to consider on this debt bullshit that the U.S. government has. If you take and do a tax cut on the rich and increase the debt, the rich are going to buy that debt. Because for a rich person, instead of paying taxes, they loan the money to the government, they get paid interest on it, and when they want to draw the money out, they get to draw the money out. Now, I would love to be in a situation where the government cuts my taxes, and instead of paying taxes, I loan it to the government and get interest on the money that I loan to the government. When I pay my taxes, I pay it to the government, and it's gone. But if I were a rich person, I could loan the government the money and get paid for loaning them the money that I was supposed to pay in taxes. Now, secondarily to that, on the Social Security number, from 1935 to 1985, the people with green eye shades and, and rolled up shirt sleeves would sit down and figure out how much they were going to pay out and then raise the ceiling to generate a sufficient amount of money coming in to pay what was going out. And Tip O'Neill and Ronnie Reagan went, oh, wait a minute, we're going to have to raise that high-end uh, shitload when the baby boomers start retiring to generate the income. So let's do it differently. Let's force the baby boomers to prepay their own Social Security, and we'll hold it in trust and pay it back to them when they retire, and then after all the baby boomers die off, we can go back to a pay-as-you-go system, which was what Social Security was up until 1985. But because people haven't been paying attention, they now don't want to pay that money back to the people that paid it in. The other side of it is, is to keep in mind that Social Security was an insurance program, not a pension program. But also during that same 1985 time period, they switched that companies that had a pension program, that amount was considered a liability for the corporation. In 1985, they changed it from being a liability to an asset, which allowed all this uh, leveraged buyouts and all the rest of that bullshit for people to come in, get themselves on the board – and then disperse the asset, which was the pension fund, that should have been counted as a liability but wasn't. And they stole all that 
and said, oh, you have to retire on Social Security now. You're not going to get a pension because we stole that. So now the one percenters are not only have not only stolen their, your gut, your uh, corporate pension, but now they're trying to take away the prepaid insurance policy that was Social Security. I'm sorry, folks, to be a downer on the whole thing, but no, that's what it is. They're going to get it. No, they're going to get it. That's been all along. Yeah. Well, you know, this dovetails with something that Matt in San Francisco just wrote a minute ago. They want it all. Mm -hmm. we, we we used to have bumper stickers that said that. They're coming for the last tranches of money, Social Security and Medicare, and we are all free to die in the streets. And that's it. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, Lady B points out, young people are already dismissive of Social Security. They don't think it'll be around for them anyway, so they don't care what happens to it. I'm 53, and technically I can't retire until I'm 67, which is bullshit. My body's old and getting older, and although I can do office work, I know my bus and truck driving peers can't. All y'all got to fucking vote. For the love of God, vote Democratic. Not all of us have cushy 401ks, and even if you do, all it takes is one serious injury or illness, long COVID anyone, and you won't have shit. Or, you know, one market meltdown. There's that, too. That's, a, that's another upward wealth transfer. Everybody because the money never disappears. Before. It just goes somewhere else. It's just yeah, everybody away, shorts the, the people who know. Oh, yeah. They short everything. The and ones then, on the oh. inside, they'll short the shit out of it. Yeah, they're going to make money on either side. They don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, did anybody ever sort out who – did anybody ever sort out who it was that was shorting the airlines right before 9-11? Oh, that was in the um, what's his name's movie? Yeah, um, yeah. Fahrenheit nine eleven. Was yeah, it? Uh, yeah. What's his name? Moore, Michael yeah, Moore. Yeah, I mean that that was a real thing. That was a thing that happened. Uh, I don't know if he said who, I, but yeah, it definitely did happen. I, I don't I don't know the names. And by the way, a couple of things. Uh, uh, a, a note coming in from Alien Jimmy. Let's not forget that the Republican Party started to become a new party once the Democrats who were from the South left their party and became Republicans. Remember the Southern strategy? The new party is truly the Republicrat Party, not the Republican Party. Republicans. I call them Republicans, yeah. And there's another less sa uh, savory word that I won't use. But you know. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, it's true. Uh, they, they, and, you know, LBJ at the time said, we have lost the South for a generation. Turns out it was more than a generation there, LBJ. Going out third one, right? Yeah. And Lady B says, uh, thanks for breaking that down. I was 16 in 1985. I would have voted to stop it if I could have. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was, I was, I was 18. Um, 85? Yeah, no. No. 22. Yeah, I, I literally remember driving, driving through town, listening to NPR, and them talking about what they were doing to us. So I was a young journalist, and I actually knew what was going on. But the rest of my peers were like, here. And, I mean, that's, that's, that's how it plays. Uh, by the way, Jude said, Jude said, where's the cowbell? Oh, that's going to piss the subjects off. You said that, didn't you, Christopher? Yeah. Uh, I found it incredibly on target, Jude says, in an uncanny way, but it moved me to the view, to view that aspect as oddly humorous in its truism. So uh, thanks for so much for the moment, Jude says. And it's a, uh, it's well, a, it's an overdue you. cowbell, Christopher. That's wonderful. Hey, and, hey Todd. Well, hold on, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. Hold on yeah. Yeah. Uh, Darlene in Connecticut notes that Biden was asked about eliminating the debt ceiling today, and he was not interested in that idea at all. 
So, oh, yeah. Fuck. And I gotta, I gotta share something with you real quick because I think this is just cool as hell. That um, this is a, a, this is kind of a trial balloon. Lady B sent this to me, and we all, we all know what a lovely voice she has. Uh, a, 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 a just sort of a dry run at a new intro for the program. Want to hear it? Because mm-hmm. I'm really tired of hearing Bob. <laughs> I bet you are. Tired of seeing Bob. Bob's on all the graphics. i got to get off my little tuchus. And, I and, still email Bob. Shut up. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> what's, your, what's your... Is there a Robin Kincaid at Gmail? No, no. That's taken by somebody else. But we're... Oh. Uh, we're working on something. Uh, let's 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 listen to Lady B's. Uh, check this out. Three, two, one. Here we go. Head on with Robin Kincaid. Three hours of conversation, cussing, and discussing with America's only born and bred Southern liberal talk host. Head on with Robin Kincaid is brought to you each night by Coal River Mountain Watch. Coal River Mountain Watch invites you to become part of the solution, part of the sustainability, part of the uprising of mountaintop removal. Coal River Mountain Watch at CRM.net. And now, from high in the hills of beautiful West By God, Virginia, here's Robin Kincaid on the Head On Radio Network. God, do I love that. Oh, I just That's got... perfect. I just got Works chills. Great. Yeah, I think, I think we'll... That's have, pro-pro. Yeah, that is, that is, that is pro-pro. Uh, got, a couple of, got a couple of fixes in there, but yeah. Or, you know, I just... I've got copy. Um... And I'll have to I'll have to dig it up. And Lady B, I will send it to you. I would love to hear what it sounds like. And I've got a I've got a pastiche of audio that goes with it. And it would be an entirely new intro. Um, but God, it would be nice not to hear Bob every night. Oh, just can't. all we need now is a yurt. A yurt. A yurt. Okay, help me. Uh, that's a that's a bit. All right, I'm just like, all right, all right. I'm sorry. It just popped out because a year, like a collective, like this is what a collective does. You know that that was professional uh, voiceover. Oh, I love her which voice. Which I know about. Right. So I mean, but she she nailed that. That that is like what? I mean, come on. That that uh. Oh no, her, 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 whole mouth. No, her 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 voice is like butter. And a female, come on, that that yes. needed. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Excellent point. Hey, Todd. A uh, quick, so, quick. Uh, can we have a uh, Lady G update as resident man on the street in SC? What What the hell has he been doing? He's. What is going on with Lady G? Please tell us. Mm, I, I would suspect that uh, the individual in question is quite nervous. Um, compromise. He's compromise? Been all, yeah, well, all kinds of stuff. I mean, he's been all over the place. So uh, he's got no place to hide. There's no rock. The, the rocks won't accept him. He can't be under any rock. There's nowhere to go. <laughs> all the rocks are overturned, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, the cre- and the creepy and the creepy like- crawly things are all out in the open. <laughs> There's, there's nowhere to go, man. It's like, you know, 
Either you're righteous or you're not. I mean, come on. He's been everywhere. He's like, he's a kook. Oh, but you love him. I mean, come on. How far back do you got to go? But we're dealing with fashion. We're, look, look, the MILF, the MILF, who, who used to be the president, the MILF, the man Leo Fascist, you know, people are finally starting <laughs> to fucking recognize, you know, I mean, how long, these people are slow to the roll, man. I mean, come on. We get high, we're fucking smarter than that. What the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We're better than that on Mexican ditch weed. You know, that's what I'm talking about. What's your fucking, you know what I'm saying? We could be, it, you know, uh, it, let's, it, it, let's, smash, let's smash, let's smash, yeah, only a, there's, there's a, a certain demographic that will get this. Everybody else won't. Let's smash up some seeds and get a headache. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I, Come I on, if you're of a certain age, you've been there. You know, I'd be on, I'd be more rational taking my legal Oregon shrooms. Without a doubt, oh, you know. dude. <laughs> you know what? The sooner we realize how fascist we are, the better off we'll be. Well, because then we can start moving towards uh, towards towards stomping them. Exactly. You know, this, this is just dressed up. This 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 little dressed up. Well, they're okay. It's like no, no. So, and, and you know, a lot of your little churches, they're fashion. And that's the problem. I, I don't, you know, I don't know when it started, but it's time for it. And I'm not against people going to church. Don't get me wrong. And church is great, you know. And, and religion is. is <laughs> well, I know what you're saying. I'm not judging I know what you're saying. I know, yeah. They you know, do good works. My aunt and uncle. They they are they are Christians. They are true Christians. They don't shove. They've never tried to shove it down my me and my sister's throat. They never shoved it down anybody's throat. They they go about quietly go about their church activities and do great things for the community and uh, food drives and all the clothing drives and everything. Right, and they don't pound the fucking thump the Bible like. Uh, you know, um, the Boobert. Mm. Well, or the, you know, or, or, or the marginal trailer queens. Right. right. Yeah, I know, I know a yurt's a Mongolian tent, uh, Randy Radar, uh, but what, the, the, that was kind of, you lost me, Todd, that was kind of a non sequitur. All right, all right, so, so, so back to the yurt. The yurt, if you live in a yurt, a yurt is a collective, it's like a big TP. And it's warm and cozy. And you see, if you have a series of yurts, it's a collective. And the reason I'm the yurt oh, I, well, I, was, I always wanted to build a yurt in my backyard. Who doesn't? You know, you got all the, you, you, got got a, you got you got all those quilts hanging on the walls, and you got rugs on the floor. It's insulated. It's warm as toast in winter. You can have a nice little little stove in the middle i mean and what i mean it's nice so it worked for a long time it, look, still does a, a yurt has a place come on i mean we we've got to wait it's, see it, we're getting away it, we we are we are in the we are in the third decade of the 21st century we could have a solar powered yurt you read my see stop that shit i hate when you do that shit i'm, I'm serious it's like it's too much. It's 
this this Faraday cage is real. All right, this Faraday cage of thought is fucking real. That's what I'm talking. We fight I against love that. nature. I love that time. Why are we? <laughs> what? Give him a cowbell for that too. Faraday cage of thought. I love that. Well, it makes sense if you understand what a Faraday cage is yeah, and you I understand do. ether and you understand thought. It, I mean, it just to me it makes sense. But I mean, uh, okay. So they, this, this is like with this debt ceiling shit. It, it's fucking artificial. Don't don't convince me that rain is not good. Like, no, you need to drink our water. Rainwater, that's poison. No, we you need to drink the water that we make. Oh, you make. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like the you know, Ra, the sun guy. Why are we fighting against solar now that we know that shit works? It's getting cheaper by the fucking day. Stop it. When you ride up and down the East Coast, you see, I've heard people talk about it. And I've seen it first, you know, up, up close to personal. Even the Army knows. But... You know, your carport, where you park in municipalities. It's like, okay, you, you want the beagles to be covered so everybody's car doesn't get baked by the um, unchecked ultraviolet rays since the, um, you know, the layers of our of our atmosphere have been um, desecrated. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's like a no-brainer. Why fight against what is there? It, it just doesn't make any sense because people want to make a buck. But there's another mm-hmm. way to make a buck. You see, we all like electronic devices. We, I mean, we're, we're there. We're here. It, make make them, you know, make them free. They should be free. There's another way to make money on that. But they want to monetize our personal information. I know I'm going off on a tangent, but all this shit should be free. The sun, man, my God. Now we have these batteries. I'm going to tell you something. I have, I have friends who have houses that are less than in these McMansion places, less than 20 years old that have Tesla solar panels on them with the battery. And, you know, there are people living in houses that mm, maybe they shouldn't be in for whatever reason, but the power is still on because of those panels. Cause it goes into the battery. They, they ain't got no fucking problem. They don't pay no power bill. No, no, that, that. That, that community in Florida that uh, Hurricane Ian blew right over, their lights never even dimmed. See? Oh, but so, by, by so the, by the way, by the, by the way, you're going to get a kick out of this. Uh, Ron and Raleigh says, uh, y'all are talking pennies while the billionaires are squirreling away not millions of dollars, but trillions of dollars right under our noses. The trusts held within the borders of the U.S. is about $5.6 trillion dollars. And then most importantly, as to the yurts, P.S., you don't have any yak hides. Well, damn. There you go, shitting There you go, shitting on my dream. Thanks, Ron. I, you know we can't mess with Ron, man. Ron, Ron sits on his big mahogany chair with velvet. He probably got a velvet Elvis and a velvet bullfighter and maybe even the dogs playing poker on the wall. <laughs> You can't fuck with Ron. I just, I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, people are who. Look, so, I'm not that. I'm not that person. I'm, I'm not. So, Ron is Ron. He's like Ron speaks. Jonathan. Okay, you so know? I got. Hey. So I got to share this. Uh. <laughs> uh. So, Jeremy just 
we're not fundraising, but Jeremy just uh, kicked 25 bucks into the pot and said, given that Halloween is only a couple of weeks away and you've threatened to take next Friday off, it's time for another dose of Robin's Creepy Sugar Daddy Story Time. Oh, no. Given that it's the season for... <sighs> yeah. Uh, we need some spooky music. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, now we're gonna have to work up some, cre- you know, really. I don't mean like that. Wait a minute, Mr. Crowley, Mr. Crowley, Crowley, Osborne, yeah, Robin, fire that up. What, Mr. Crowley by Ozzy Osbourne? That's a good creepy. Oh, song. Well, okay. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can get the music player to. That's open. a good song. Mr. Crowley. Yeah, you know that one time. Oh no, I got it. I got. Hold on, this is even better. Because there's no there's no lyric. This will be perfect. Have you no lyric? We have no lyric. Stand by. And okay, we're rolling. Oh dear. Where's Rod? Hold on, hold on. Okay, now we go. Let's bring let's bring up the creepy music. Come on. I know I've got the... You're not muted. There we go. Uh, this comes from Good News Oluwakatuti Oluwasayo. Hello, darling princess. Smiley heart eyes, smiley heart eyes, smiley heart eyes. You look so beautiful and charming, Princess Smiley Heart Eyes. I'd love to know more about you, darling. Smiley Heart Eyes, Smiley Heart Eyes, Smiley Heart Eyes. Where are you from? Now, my profile's pretty public and it makes it abundantly clear where I live. You know, not an address or anything, but yeah. Uh, Ah, uh, oh, yes, there's Jürgen, Ver- Jürgen Werner. Hello, dear. How are you doing? Uh, Kaylee Bradot just said, Hello, beautiful. Kaylee's a girl. Um, Jesus Christ. Not with the music. Oh, well. <laughs> Too late now. May as well lean into it. Uh, let's see. Someone. Hi, beautiful. I'm William. Can we meet? Bring up the music. We need production value here. Bring it up a little. Yeah, that, that music. Yeah, that that music, that's Victor Price's sperms, like, smeared all over it. <laughs> Shut up. Wait, uh, what was that? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, let's see. Uh, now I can't look at my Halloween candy bag anymore. <laughs> looking, looking very sexy tonight. You look gorgeous. Hey there. You want to? T-W-O. To what? She asked, cringing. Hey, at least thanks for not sending a dick pic. Yeah. Welcome to the 5% of men on, on, on this site who don't do that. <laughs> I want to enjoy you with a friend. That's what he said. Oh, Jesus. 
gorgeous. Well, hi, invisible person. Hello there. How are you tonight? Ghost. What are you Ghost looking for? You, can, I, can I see your locked picks? No. You can't. Oh, wait, what? Can I see your locked picks? No, you oh, can't. Locked picks. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, let's see. Here's a, here's a, here's a, Here's a message. No, I'm not even going to read their name, but okay, that's just a good morning. Looking for fun. You look nice. God. Yeah, every now and then there's a, every now and then there's a nice one, but oh. so. Was that was that suffi- was that su- a sufficient uh, amount of uh, uh, Robin's creepy sugar daddy story <laughs> story time, Jeremy? I mean, don't make me don't make me look for more. <laughs> I already have to go shower and bleach when the show's over. <laughs> you have to read them. You you have to read them to us. You're on the front line. Oh, but by the time I read them to you, I've already seen them. I know. And already got the creepy crawly. Yeah, no, yeah. It's like, ah, my eyes. It's like going through one of the haunted house and putting your hand in the, in the, in the these dudes, jar these of dudes like don't understand. or whatever. Yeah, these dudes yeah. don't understand. That's not the. You know, it's like, no, no, send no, send a picture of something else. I mean, you know, how about coffee first or something? I mean. It, Right, you're not a pervert. It's just like this is this is right. I, I I'm starting to understand. It's like we're not starting. Yeah, that that's a turn off. I guess. I mean, I, that would be to me. I don't. Oh, I, 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 but uh, along the same lines, you'll get a kick out of this. Um, just because I actually actually do follow some of this stuff. There and 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 like I've said before. You can look at these things, and you're like, uh, well, okay, there's some weird people. But then if you delve deeper, what you find is that, as Todd and I have talked about on many occasions, those Venn diagrams, like the Venn diagram of the people who post this incel trash and the Venn diagram of people who are Nazis and the Venn diagram of maggots... uh, and it's, school shooters. And school shooters. It's just a circle. Mm-hmm. Okay? I mean, they're, they're, no, it's just one circle. So, uh, right, here's a fun one from an incel site. Pants were invented for men, not women. Oh, doke. It's impossible for a woman to wear pants, jeans, yoga pants, dress pants, leggings, dungarees, etc., without sexualizing her body since they highlight her legs, curves, and rear end. Women who want to be modest should not own pants at all. Who the fuck said this? Just some random incel. There's There's actually a weirdo movement out there 
that says women should not. I mean, and th- you know, this is this is. I mean, this is true retrograde motion. A hundred years ago in the UK, a woman could be jailed for wearing pants. Oh, by the way, they don't call them pants in the UK. Pantaloons. I learned this. They're trousers. I was in London. They're trousers. Correct. Pants are panties. So, like I said, my my friend. Yes. Yes. Said, "Are Knickers. you going to wear some pants tonight?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm going to wear some pants." And then they they laughed and said, "Oh, these wear panties." Yeah, knickers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, have I, they not I, seen a woman in low rise jeans? Like my God! Oh it, well, I mean, it, it, the entirety of country music is 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 predicated on women in tight jeans. I mean, there's a tiger something hey. something in them tight fitting jeans. It, uh, what? Uh, so square dancing going to get outlawed then? And in, uh, in Texas, have mercy, baby's got her blue jeans. Or line dancing? There, there, see, Steve knows. Uh, but I, oh, wait, wait, wait! I wait. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I forget. I forget. I'm serious. This is really important. Steve, Steve, Steve and Jordan, are you there? Yeah. Oh my God, man! Listen, not not long ago, like like within the past two weeks, I had some folks come in from Ella J. Ella J. Ella J. Where J. the men are men and the sheep are afraid. Man, oh. look, I was like, Allergy. No, that's, no, that's just know. dad. Hey, Robin. Robin? Yeah, Steve. Uh, breaking news. Yes. Appeals court pauses Biden's student debt relief program. Yeah, I saw that. I was, I, I, that oh, was, my oh, God, yeah. Steve. Yeah, because, uh, the, see, the, 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 the handmaid would have done it yesterday, except the complaint was all screwed up. Uh, which oh, cir- no. Which, which circuit did this, Steve? Uh, let me check. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess. Let's guess. I'm going to guess the 11th or the 5th. I'm guessing 5th. I'll take, I'll take the 5th. Oh, ah, see what I did there? It doesn't say. It just says a federal appeals court. So now, now the stay is back on. Well, it was. It, there hadn't. It hadn't been stayed yet. Um, the first suit was filed out of an outfit in Sacramento, but they were filing on behalf of some asshole in Indiana. So it could be that circuit. But that still would have been. I think that still takes uh, the handmaid into account. So, yeah, my money. My money's on the fifth. Although Slappy has the eleventh, as we've, as we established earlier. Oh, I, well, oh, earlier I love... earlier today they said it. They said it was uh, They said it was overturned. They could keep going, and that, so now it's back to the stay. Well, no, the stay the stay was refused yesterday. In one circuit, it was yeah, granted. But... It was granted today in another circuit. The eighth circuit, right? Son of a gun. Amy, Amy, Amy didn't. Amy, Amy was like no, and then it didn't have any standing with that group of attorney generals. I'm keeping up with this shit, believe me. Yeah, yeah I mean, fucking insane. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. By the way, Lady B just wrote in and said, "Wow, Elton John funeral for a friend, love lies bleeding, eleven minutes of perfection." As far as Ron and Raleigh. Velvet chair, Barry White on the Kenwood turntable, 
top shelf and seed free with some Indo burning in the ashtray next to the patchouli. And of course, a glass of Courvoisier or Henny. Baby, bronze that brother who will take your young, you young bloods to school. Mad respect and fist up in the air for melanated. Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. And Matt in San Francisco, back, back to the pants. Matt in San Francisco says, uh, so should women just walk around in cardboard boxes so as not to extenuate, uh, accentuate any curve? Burkas. Burkas. Exactly. That's what the beekeeper suits are for. Yeah. And uh, I just went... And, and, you know, I remember early, the early part of this century with the rise of so-called purity culture. Remember those creepy dances that the evangelical daddies would take their daughter? Well, now, they, now there are videos out there of daddies getting their toddlers to scrawl their name on a purity pledge that, that daddy will be the only man in her life until she's 25. God. Yeah. It's gross. Gilead, man. We're here, baby. We are. Uh, I haven't seen the new season you, you of uh, Handmade. You just said Daddy will be the only man. You you said nothing about the... I'm sorry. No, I, 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 I can't no, tell no. know where I'm going. Oh, uh, by the way, going back to the... You guys... Going back to the yurts, no yak hides, writes Tom in sunny San Rafael. Ron's right, I don't have any yak hides. But almost 30 years ago, when my aunt in Philly died, I did inherit a genuine tribal tent band. It's been cut in three and turned into a wall hanging, but it really is part of an antique yurt. Oh, my God, how cool. And I got a photo, too. Oh, that's... Oh, oh, oh that's beautiful. Uh, yurts uh, work. Yeah, they do. Um, and uh, uh, speaking of yurts, Jude said, uh, Oh my Todd, brought me to experience again drumming in a yurt. And Lady B's intro is a refined energy level of perfection. Yes. Thank you, Jude. That's beautiful, Jude. Yeah. yeah. And said, uh, Oh gosh, yoga pants. Uh, memories, remember? And the interchange between you, Todd, and yours truly. When I entered the line, you were both talking about yoga pants, and dear Todd's voice lowered, but ended in a full hour of honest and reflectivity. Kind interchange. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. And yay to Lady B. I, uh, I got a list of, uh, by the way, Lady B uh, shared with me earlier today, um, because this is the 50th anniversary of the release of Steely Dan's first album. Don't sell that. Um, and uh, her list of the twenty, the, the twenty greatest uh, Steely Dan songs. There's so, also, there's also Lady B, Lady B, Lady B, speaking words of wisdom, Lady B. Nicely That's done, beautiful. Amelia. Nicely done. Yeah. Nicely done. So, so here's another little example of this purity culture horseshit. Um, a woman in a store wearing clothes fit her body too well. The shop owner took a good look at her, asked her to sit down, looked straight into her eyes and said something she will never forget in life. Now this is of course complete bullshit. Lady, everything that God has made valuable in this world is covered up and hard to see and find. For example, where can you find diamonds in the ground covered and protected? Where are the pearls deep in the ocean, covered and protected in a beautiful shell? Where can you find gold underground, covered with layers of rock? And to get there, you have to work hard and dig deep. 
Having said that, he looked at her again and said, Your body is sacred and unique. You are far more precious than gold, diamonds, and pearls. Therefore, you must be covered, too. I swear to God, these incel assholes are translating broadcasts from Saudi Arabia and Iran. It, 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 yeah. but- uh, but there are also there are also things that are covered, and that's cat turds. So. That, 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 that there's that. But he, uh, and he added, if you keep your precious minerals like gold, diamonds, and pearls deeply covered, a reputable mining organization with the necessary machines, machines will work years of wide sweeping. First, they will contact your government. That means your family. Sign professional contracts. That means marriage, and professionally extract marital life. But if you let your minerals find themselves on the Earth's surface exposed, you will always attract a large number of illegal miners to come exploit and Ill- illegally take those riches. So, a little ways down, because I was just proud of this, okay? This was just a little moment of word. This is so stupid. It's so, it's so misogynistic. It's so gross. And uh, somebody posted and said, The dwarves dug too greedily and too deep. You know what they awoke in the darkness. And I responded, Jesus Christ. And I responded, A galrog? Come on. A galrog? Okay. I, I award you. Hey, I was just thinking balrog, the ring? And, then you, and you said galrog. And I'm like, okay. You need a uh, cowbell for that. So That's I'm it. awarding you one. Thank you. Thank you. I was proud of it. Uh huh. That thing got 112 upvotes. But you gotta be a, you got to be a, a Lord of the Rings nerd to know what that to, to know. But I thought we all were. Well, I'm not you, you, wait a minute. You, you you know what? Honest to God. No, nope, I'm sorry. Not a nerd of the, ri- nerd, nerd of the rings. Awesome. Hey Tracy. Lord hey Tracy. Rings. Hey y'all. You know, I mean, there's there are black nerds, but I'm not one of them. <laughs> so there's okay, maybe four black nerds. Okay. That is weird. What is happening? I, I hear beeping. Oh, that was somebody, somebody trying. To, that was somebody trying to come in on the stress line where uh, uh, Todd already is. Oh. Oh. Hey, Todd. Long time no here, Negro. What's up? What's up, lady? How are you? Yeah. Well, you know, I hanging in there. You know, not getting. Uh, God, Great greeting. Great dragged, greeting. You know. <laughs> You know, trying to, you know, gone two whole weeks without being dragged by my car again, so life's good. Shut up. <laughs> gone, two, <laughs> gone two whole weeks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was two weeks ago right here on this very radio program. <laughs> oh, One minute you're God. talking, hey, y'all, my car's dragging me. Because <laughs> it might be wrong. I'm not quite sure, but. Tracy, Tracy is 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 the, the the scholar of the group, man. She's got her little uh, motorboard. She's going to be a doctor Tracy. before you know it. No, you no, know what? I'm just, I'm, Everybody's look, proud of you. Thank you, guys. And um, like, as a matter of fact, I was I had a meeting the other day with my uh, professor, uh, narrowing that you know. This is just the beginning of us starting to work on our our cat. Motherfucker, stay in your own lane, bitch. What? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not. Sorry, not sorry. So, um, 
I'm starting to work on my capstone project. And so um, I'm working on, it's basically going to be the criminalization of poor black women and the detrimental effects on their mental health. And so basically that's, I mean, I know I'm going to narrow it down some more, but that's basically what my research and my you know, master's thesis is going to be on. That cool. part. You got a lot of so material that, to work that, from. That part, that part. And Todd, I need, I want to get with you and not in the way you want to get with me. Yeah, that, that can be construed in, in, in many types of this, ways. No, 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 stop. This ain't the love connection, and I ain't Chuck fucking Woolery. Baby, I want to connect no. with you, baby. Two minutes and two seconds. I'm sure Todd can last longer than that. I'm sure. Y'all, I'm trying to have a decent little radio show here. Yo, no, no that's the sex no, line no, now. You need to back the fuck up. Back the fuck up. Pop your fucking brakes on that shit. You were talking about dick pics a, 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 a mere few months ago. Yeah, but that was that was only that was only that was only by request and because I got a donation. Okay. Hey, Robin. I don't care. You know what? You, 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 you are still capable. you still had the dick. You were you, you did a whole a segment on dick pics. Preach, now my question, preach, and I want, and I want to ask this question. I have, I have a question about the dick pics. Now, how do you know who dick it is? Because just because they I don't, don't know. send you, the I picture, don't know. You know, it, see, see, that could be false advertising. So, makes see, if you were a girl <laughs> that was into into dicks, right? And then it you could, go, it's like I'm meeting this motherfucker specifically for that dick pic, right? And then you get there, and you get to the point where you get to see the real thing, and, and it's it's a vi as a Viena sausage. Yeah. And so this one. <laughs> Perpetrating the fraud. You know, I, these these are questions that I need answers to. Well, you know <laughs> when you know what's my dick pic because they they take up the whole damn. Well, the, the thing is, my you know profile. My, okay, okay, it's that's a part, okay, that's enough. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, y'all, y'all, y'all. I mean, I, I just, you know, I just did it. I just did it for the money. I mean, wait, that came out wrong. Uh, <laughs> That's a okay, money okay, shot. Wait, what the fuck wait. you talking about? Right. What, do you mean, what do you mean? You just did it for the money, sis. What's up with that? Okay. Spill the tea, bitch. Spill the tea. Wait, what? <laughs> you did it. Did it for the money. You want that match? Right. No. 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 Okay. Oh, Matt in San Francisco says, oh, keep, keep up the dirty talk and you'll have to add a Y at the end of horn. Ah! <laughs> ah! Cowbell for that oh. one. That's awesome. That was good. That was good. That was really See, this is, good. this is how we keep the crazy shit at bay that just wears us down, breaks us, exhausts us day in and day out because, you know. Oh, they can't take that away from me. You know, the, the, right? Fred and Ginger. Uh, by the way, uh, this is from Lady B. This is not. This is on Lady B. Subject line: Tracy and Todd. What do you call two black people in a room? Probable cause. Ooh. Oh! Don't don't shoot the don't shoot the messenger, lady. Don't do that. Well, see, but 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 then again. Hey, you know, speaking of, especially shooting is 
I mean, I, I guess you heard about the young man that in Mississippi, God. That, you know, came out the Dollar Tree or the General Tree or what Dollar General or whatever, and had his hands up, shot him eight times, once in the head, and, and he survived. But then they took him off of um, life support without his mother's permission at the hospital. You know why that is? Because a dead plaintiff is less is less is worth less money than a live one. Live plaintiff, exactly. Because then the jury so has to look at him. Uh, lady, uh, lady, lady B is doing all she possibly can do. She's trying so hard. P.S. Y'all need Jesus. I'm praying for you. <laughs> Thank you, Lady B. <laughs> Thank you, Lady B. You know, prayer. You know, let's see, I. I can't smoke weed. I can't do what, you know, normal people get to do. So I have to get my dollies in any, any shape, form, or fashion that I can. Oh, um, that's, I guess cause I voted today because I live, in a, I live in a civilized state. Yes, you do. You know? <laughs> and I got my ballot, and I got Jan's ballot, and I'm like, this is what you're doing. Here, vote here, vote here, vote there. <laughs> and... I dropped it off in the ballot box because there are ballot boxes all over the place. Now, was Kevin was Kevin DeLeon on the ballot? No, he, um, him, him, and what's her name? Well, she, he, they're not up for re-election until twenty twenty four. Uh huh. You know, like I said, Sadil, he lost in the primary, so he's being replaced. Um, but still, that's not until his his term ends in December, so. Uh, and you see, you know, you haven't heard from him at all. Uh, but this this shit with De Leon, and I think, well, I can't do it tomorrow, but I, I think on Sunday, I'm going to go join a lot of other folks, in front, you know, within 300 feet of his house. They're camping out in front Ooh. of his, in 300 feet distance from his house to keep the, so there, we are not leaving until you leave office. And here's wow. the thing, the neighbors... The neighbors have been supporting these people, letting them use their electricity, bringing them food, and all sorts of stuff. Wow. So I, think on, I think on Sunday, I might go ahead and drive on over to Eagle Rock and hang out for an hour or so. You know, and, and it's become this whole community thing. I, I mean, it, it's, I think it's beautiful. I just think it's amazing. Um, you know, and I think like with Sadio, he's just like, well, I'm just going to ride this shit out because neither one of them have been at, at the city council meetings. You know, he, he was talking, Deleon was talking all this shit about how he's going to decide how it's going to, you know, how we're, how we're going to heal. Bitch, the only way we're going to heal is to get your janky ass out of the city council. Your back. How's your arm? Did you break it, dude? Oh, oh, What's that? That might be scary, Jerry, trying to get in. Uh, Things get a little noisy sometimes. I think somebody, I think somebody was on video, too. It's, uh, it's really weird. There's just this really fake, uh, like this grayed out background on my phone. On the, um, But, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really, it is an embarrassment. And, but... There's a couple of people who are coming on that did get elected to city council, like the one that replaces Cedillo. 
I believe they're young, there's a lot of young and progressive um, folks coming on. And so, uh, yeah, I, I've just... I, hey, Tracy, what about what about that shitty sheriff that you're always talking about? Is he up for a re-election? Yeah, now he is up, so he is up for re-election as well. So, but it's, it's very, it's been very terrifying out here um, because voter turnout, like, during the primaries was abysmal. I think, I think it was like less than 30%. Um, was it less than the recall? People, uh, well, the recall didn't go through. Or you mean the one for Newsom or the one for yeah the, yeah I mean uh, well I mean it, they didn't they I I know that it, they lost but but people had to still right. come out and vote right what no, would no. turn out That's like for that it, right it it was it was pretty strong um but we are you know they you know they they didn't have a chance but they they were hoping that they would have the same Ray Davis effect. Um, mm-hmm. That they had when we got rid of Gray, well, not really, but when they got rid of Gray Davis to get Arnold, the and so the you know the governor, Spermanator, impregnator. Remember? And so, but yeah, and thank God, you know, the recall effort for Gascon didn't work either. Um, so it, it's just, but. Like Robin and I were talking about this morning, well, she informed me because, of course, she knows more about, you know, she pays more attention to this. Because I, I knew that our Department of Justice, um, our Attorney General Banta, was, was going after them. But now Robin said this, this um, our, the, you know, now it's federal shit because we're talking redistricting. And uh, now we've got to start saying, what is that noise? Um we got to start seeing whether or not the stuff that they were doing, the gerrymandering and stuff, you know, this is bad, y'all. This is bad. Yeah, Oregon. I, I mean, Roger I, said it all about Oregon. It's it, we're 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 shitting bricks up here too. We thought we won. We thought we we're a blue state. Uh, it's it's shaky. Uh, Christopher, nobody's safe. I mean, I've been yeah, saying that. I've been saying that for years. Yeah. I mean, and and by the way, by the way, thank you to Jude. Jude jumped in a little bit ago, and said, uh, uh, "This is for all of you who are on the line, emailing, and listening." Thank you, Jude. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. Uh, that's just so very kind, and makes life a. It, we've got it. We got a fighting chance this month, and all. I hope. I hope we finish the. Finish the month. Okay. Jude is a good spirit. Jude is a great spirit. Uh, oh, Chris. We're coming close to me being up there to harass. Yes, yes. Did you get my message? Oh shit, no. <laughs> oh, I left you a message yesterday. I, I hadn't called anybody since I got back from Europe, but uh, yeah, I know you're coming. When when are you coming again? Jan? Did you say January or December? Before Christmas or after? January. Oh yeah, January. yeah. Okay. December. December. Jan. And I will be in Cabo. I'm coming MLK weekend. Oh, shut up. MLK weekend. All right, block that out. And then Alex. He's out. You told me, um, what is, what's the name of that town again? Warren. Warren? Warren. Yeah, but hopefully yeah, yeah, by okay. I come, he's looking, um, he has a really good job, and he's looking for uh, his own place closer to town. Um, some, someplace called Hillsboro? Hillsboro? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's a little bit closer. I mean, um, he, it's more north than he is, and and a little bit closer to town. It's it's more. He's rural. He's in a very rural. Uh, this is kind of the outskirts. Yes. Hillsboro, the outskirts of until you get to like Tillamook country, you know. Right. We have to go to Tillamook. But, we should really do that. Well, what I'm hoping, what I'm hoping for, um, Moulin Rouge is going to be in um, in town the weekend that I'm there. They haven't started selling tickets yet, so I'm hoping to do that and then do t- the Tillamook and maybe Seattle. Because I've been to Tillamook, and 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 I I can't if I go there, it's gonna be bad with the cheese and the ice cream <laughs> and stuff like that. We won't leave. I know. Do you know we're getting? This drives me crazy. We're getting Tillamook ice cream in West Virginia, but I stand. I still can't get Bluebell. Uh, Wait a minute. Where now? Where is Bluebell made? Isn't it like in the South? Isn't it? Yeah. Texas yeah. So you're getting shit from California, but you can't get anything from Texas. That's, that's about wrong. the size of it. That's just that's that's wrong on a whole lot of levels. Oh and God, and so and by the way, and and I just threw that shut up in there for you know. Oh, we're go we're going to be in Cabo. Oh well, okay, I'll be in Stad. Tracy, Tracy, and I are trying to out jet setter each other. No, you. No, I don't think I. Can I think I got you beat, but not by much. I think not by much at all. You got me a little bit, but you know. tiny bit. Yeah, tease no, the girl but, who didn't get to go to the beach. That's right. Do that. Get, get, go right ahead. Okay. Oh, see, well, see, see, now that you get, now you're getting bitchy. So now, okay. So should I remind you that my hotel room is to swim out? So I just walk out of my hotel room to my patio, and there is my pool. Yeah, I'm so glad you did, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I was trying to be nice, you know. But you would, you know, you took the full chug. You didn't do a shot of Gatorade. Gatorade. You just did the whole goddamn gallon. So. No, oh, yeah, I shotgunned it. You know, you just glug glug glug. It was what? Yeah, it it was. You know, it was a beer bong kind of thing. And uh, uh, thank you to an anonymous friend who just jumped in. And you know, we actually raised sixty bucks tonight, and we weren't fundraising. That's so awesome. Thank you. That is awesome. And I have some other awesome stuff. I got some stats here in front of me. Uh. Shorty in L.A. just sent me a screen cap of her pedaling progress. She 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 got on the exercise bike. She did 15 minutes, uh, 98% activity. Um, she did three and a half kilometers, zero spasms, burned uh, 1,900 calories, and she's kicking ass and taking names, and we're proud of her. Thank, I'm so, so thanks for sending you that, sending us that, Shorty. We're behind you all the way. You just keep, you just keep being strong, and 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 you just you just keep being you. That part. That part. I'm glad. I'm glad to know that she's doing better and stuff like that. Because you know, as much as I joke about being dragged by my car, I could have been killed. Yeah, God, yeah. When I heard about that, Tracy, Jesus, that sounds you know, horrible. It it was I, I I I just I freak out every so often like <laughs> when I when I went back to work the, the you know about almost a week later I I had to sit in my car for a minute before I drove because I was still a little you know <laughs> I was a little shaky 
still because I'm like, damn it. But it, it you know, it, it, you just never know. You just, you just never, ever know. So I went back. I went back to. I went back to that link that uh, uh, Ralph sent along a little bit ago of who has control. Oh, oh, guess, guess who granted the stay of the student? Li- mm, yeah. Uncle Thomas again? No, no, this wasn't. This wasn't Fappy. Yeah. No. Um, the Eighth Circuit is Arkansas, Iowa, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, and South Dakota. And the stay was granted by none other than that justice who likes beer and having his mortgage paid off by a shadowy, unknown gazillionaire. Yes, that's right. It's Brat Kavanaugh who fucked tens of thousands, if not millions, of Americans laboring under brutal student loan debt. Thanks, brat. Ain't that some shit? He went to prep school, had his debts cleared. Nobody knows where that money came from. Nobody cares anymore. I mean, he had gambling debt, house debt, went to prep school, likes beer, and who knows what else. Baseball tickets, Todd. Right? Yeah, and then there's the and then there's the sexual then there's the sexual assault of the little passed out girl at the yeah, yeah. party. Yeah. No, that was just a misunderstanding. That was all. Yep. And yet, what, and you know, and yet, what did they do with Katanji Brown Jackson? They raked her over the fucking coals. I mean, she's like, isn't she like the only qualified justice? I mean, that's been in, in the last. You know, with the four last three justices that have been appointed. <sighs> yeah, yeah. She had trial experience. I don't think any of those three fuckers had trial experience. I could no. be mistaken. Yeah. I know Slappy didn't have trial experience, did he? No, no, no. Uh-huh. Uh, just a, Amy did. Jackson. Jackson had one of the big things was she was a, a former public defender. Uh, public defender, yeah. Right. She actually knows what to do. She that actually doesn't mean anything. Experience doesn't mean anything. No, no. We, we don't want anybody. We, as long as you're uh, part of that, that federal list. Qualify that shit, Todd, if you're white. See, I, we're getting about tired of this shit. I, I'll be honest with you. And I'm going to have to go back to January 6th. Honestly, because now that we know what we know, all that shit we suspected, we dissected it, we... You know, we speculated. We were talking about things. Well, how could this happen? Hmm. Let's, let's just, like, let's, hmm. let's be very staid. Yeah. Hmm. Be, hmm. Hmm. You know, let's say, okay, we got our, we got our and, little jet. And, and, you know, and by the we, way, we I, don't, I don't know how we got uh, Todd, I hate to just, uh, I'm, I'm sorry to, to just, uh, but how have we gotten through three hours of this program without talking about the fact that uh, the subpoena has been sent? You mean you guys didn't oh. talk about that shit? No, oh, Donnie. No, not that. Not yet. Go for it, Robin. Uh, it is oh, wow. the, the document subpoena is returnable November the fourth, and the sit down for the deposition subpoena is returnable on or about November fourteenth. That should be fun. Mm-hmm. The fourth. Wait a minute. 
What happens on the six? Let me think. No, that would be the eight. That's the eight, baby. That's eight. The eight. Okay. Yeah, don't Thank fuck you. up, Todd. Thank hey, you. what's the deal, with Todd, in, in, oh. in South Carolina? Can you vote early? Mm hmm. Well, not, Did yeah. You, you know back? what? And that's one of the best. No. Which, no, but, but I will say this. I will say this. This, this apparently, it's, and everyone likes it. We have that, that one week where you can, because people work, you know, you can come in when you can for a week ahead of the official date and, and vote in a nice, airy, clean, open place. So you don't have people like breathing over your neck and shit like that. And every, everyone likes it. So sometimes, uh, uh, this weird state gets it right. Sometimes I have to say that I have no problem. uh, Yeah. I mean, but, but, but at the same time, we have to be vigilant. I mean, I don't, I want someone, I wish someone who, who is part of this family could explain. I don't understand. I don't see how. I don't care if you get a thousand ballots in your fucking mailbox. Only one of them is going to be counted. Someone has to come out and explain that shit. Because there's no fucking way. There's no the way. Maggots, how could they're that mailable be? They're maggots, Todd. They don't get it. I mean, when Donnie says, oh, yeah, all these... You know, Mexicans are voting a thousand times, right? I mean, the maggots eat that shit up like a like a fucking well, what, goose, uh, right? What about Mark Meadows? What about Mark Meadows? Yeah, and his three voter registrations. Let me tell you what. I, you, you want me to give you the response to that, Todd? Oh God, I'm yeah. almost afraid. I K A Y A R. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that usually works. The people down in Florida. There's a black woman in prison for that shit. In prison. Pardon me. She's in jail because of voter. Eight years. Is that the one that asked her parole officer, her probation officer, or whatever? Can she vote? Yes, Tracy. And now this this sister is in jail because black. Okay, see. Eight years. Mm-hmm. And how about those folks in the elderly home in in Florida? Uh, slap on the wrist, if anything. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and by the by the well, way, uh, yeah. uh, Jude says uh, uh, with a message to Shorty, I offer her anything that I can do in assistance while she's rehabbing. But dang, she's a mighty power unto her own. I'm there with you, Shorty. Distant as some may view, stand grounded as we focus on each other's well-being. A lot of people rooting for you, Shorty. A lot of people rooting for you, dear. And uh, Matt says, subject line, Brett, everyone knows college is for beer and rape, not going into debt. Back on your heads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, boofing with queef and ski. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> what? Thanks what? for reminding what? me of that. <laughs> what did she? Okay, I, don't, I think I just don't. Robin, we'll talk about that later because I don't, I don't think anybody wants to hear that repeat. You're going to talk so about boofing? No, I mean, with, with that, that, wasn't that his buddies? <laughs> uh, did queef That's and ski segment. or something? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. That could be Thursday. Thorn on the side Thursday and boofing with Robin. That, it, shut up. Uh-oh. That's an, uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got a new, uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, we do not. No, 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 we do not. I, this program is hanging by a thread. We do not. Well, you know what we can all take comfort in? 
Do tell. Boris Johnson might be the next prime minister of the United States. That's just that's that that's just crazier in the head and the hog is in the ass. You know, it it is. Did you say Boris Johnson? Yeah, Bojo. Let's come back. Didn't they get rid of his janky ass? Yeah, Yeah. Bojo. (laughs) But but they're out of people who want to be prime minister. No, no, thanks, no. No, no, no. I mean, they got they got one dude left who might be interested, but we're talking about the Tories, and he might be a little too brown. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I saw that debate. I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name. Do you know his Steve? name is that guy's his name? name? Is, his name is Rishi Sunak, and he's actually not. He's competent. Which makes him, you know, not very much like the Tories. But, yeah, uh, I mean, it did, which lets him out of the job. But I mean, has has, has, has any English. has anybody ever tanked the British economy in thirty days? Oh. How do you do that, bitch? What? Because like, hey, my mom, because I heard about it, and yeah. my mom and I were. Oh yes, yeah. sound is the pound. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, do you, you remember, Robin? What? It was it wasn't too long ago that the pound was like one and a half dollars for a pound, and it came really close to parity. Yeah. In like a day. And that's yeah, that was when and I that, was ca- there, and that causes that causes some of the people that walk around with their te- with their with their uh, uh, school neckties too tight to uh, plumb near have the vapors and the fan tods at the same time. Yep. London was cheap. Yeah, it helps to hurt behind now. Yeah. No, no more Harrods shopping for you. We 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 all know. You know, I've been thinking oh, about. Oh, did I tell you how I was? Asked to leave Harris when I was in London. <laughs> you got run from Harrods? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, it it was very polite, you know, because I was it was I was taking pictures and oh no 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 and you know and and I I instantly stopped, but I felt this pressure of being kind of followed and I'm like, motherfuckers, I ain't casing the joint, shit. You know, <laughs> I'm an American who's only seen stuff like you know Herod and Herods and all those other things, you know. Uh, and this was like not long after, um, you know, uh, uh, Oprah got her got butt hurt at Hermes uh, because they didn't know who. <laughs> You know, and I went to Hermes when I went to Paris, and I was like, "So this is where they wouldn't let Oprah in because you know, black." <laughs> it's like, you know, this is I, as much as I hate it, I like it every so you know the way we get treated. But every so often, rich black people have to be reminded, y'all black, mm-hmm. okay? And they see that before you know, long before they see our money. It doesn't even matter. That it was she is Oprah Winfrey. It doesn't matter. You are a black woman and a woman, a black woman of a certain age and a certain size, all that. And so it's like, mm-mm. so I didn't even go in because I'm like, I'm not taking my part, my broke ass up in there just to get my feelings hurt. <laughs> no, no. And by the way, Matt in San Francisco added, uh, "Hey, I'll tank the economy for only a hundred and ten thousand pound pension." <laughs> right. Wait, wait, does she get a, hold up, does she get a pension? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, oh, you missed that part. 115,000 pounds a year. 
Wait a minute. She was at. She had held the job for forty three fucking days, and yep. this bitch is walking mm-hmm. up with over a hundred k in pension. Oh, bitch. Yeah, See it, again. It, it's one, that's one of those things that makes you go, hmm. Who's really the stupid one here? Right. Right. <laughs> It's like she. Yeah, like Yeah, that's right up there with Megan Kelly getting paid thirty million dollars to do nothing. To do nothing. But it's a very special, qualified kind of nothing, so it's okay. Yeah. And 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 Tracy had not yet heard the Tiffany Cross takedown, and but you have now, and is is that for oh, the ages? Well, oh my God! Take your raisin in the potato salad ass and and go, you know. <laughs> wait, I, wait, wait, wait! Tiffany Cross, like, like, or or Saturday morning? What, what, what? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. She took down Megyn Kelly with extreme prejudice. And and Jenny. Well, and, good for her. The, yeah, and it was and thirtieth and and you know because it was the thirtieth anniversary of Clarence Thomas being you know put on the Supreme Court. Yeah, and she called him pubes on the Coke can. Yes, she did. Wow, she stole it. Stole from you, Robin? Hey, Tiffany. You know what? It's, it's, hey, well, you know, but it's Tiffany. It's, it's Tiffany Cross, so it's okay. Wait a minute. At what point? You know what? What we need to never forget about what? Thomas. What's that? The fact that he replaced Thurgood, Thurgood Marshall. Marshall. I know. <sighs> well, well, and that's it's what like she, the and that's what she said. That's what she said about. Yeah. Uh, she brought that up. And too. bless his heart, if we dug him up, we'd find we'd we'd, we'd find claw marks on the inside of the the lid. <laughs> <laughs> Just like RGB too, you know. Jesus. And Matt notes in in Megyn Kelly's situation, it's money well spent. <laughs> God. You know what? Megyn Kelly and Sean Hannity need to hook up and have a little nasty ass baby. So so. Yeah. Yeah. God damn, this is Halloween. Oh my God. You know what? That's the reboot. Wait, that's the reboot of the Omen. Yeah. You know what? You saw Damien. That was fucking nothing. You know, you talk about because I there's an episode um, of a show and the girl is pregnant and her brother takes her somewhere to get um, an abortion and come to find out where it is at on the reservation. And so in order to have an abortion, it means automatic sterilization. And so the next time Megyn Kelly goes in to go into that vacuous thing called her vagina, they need to go in and just rip everything out so she cannot reproduce. How about that? Yeah, but I will say this. I would feel a little bit sorry for her if she and Sean Hannity because – you know, I don't know how it would feel to have, you know, how it would feel to have the hooves as they as on the baby as it came out. Uh, oh. And, and well, you know, then, then again, if 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 her and Hannity did get together, it might just be the baby from Brazil. <laughs> oh yeah, the boys from Brazil. Yeah. It would be. Uh, the, and oh, uh, Matt in San Francisco says, "Call the baby Trumpy." Uh, and, and added, and added, play that takedown again so I can lose my other kidney. So she can have a baby with Hannity and not have a baby with Herschel and get a greeting card from Herschel. <laughs> greeting card. <laughs> All right, that's that's it. That's it, you people. Yeah, I just you people. Yeah, we're we're nine we're nine minutes you over. You people. Yeah, you people. 
Who are these people? Oh. Oh, Jesus Christ, Superstar. You know, the funny thing is the people who tune into the podcast on this are, are going to have no idea. Where, when, when, I mean, this, this front porch just started in such sedate and, 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 and stately yeah, fashion. It was, was calm. Just, was it listening. was calm. Yeah. And then it just... I was just all, listening and, and nobody was talking. And I thought, what the hell is going on here? And then all of a sudden... Yeah. Do we all remember when where the you people comment comes from? No, Steve. I remember watching it. By accident. All in the family. No. It was, it was, I mean, it was Ross Perot speaking to the NAACP. Yes, yes, yes. Holy shit. I remember watching it and hearing him talking about you people. And I was like, what was I? That would have been 92. I was, you know, you know, 20. Yeah, what you people need to understand. And I just remember thinking to myself, I remember hearing it and thinking to myself, Something doesn't sound right about calling them you people. It just doesn't no. sound right here. No. And, and, then, and then the more I've, you know, over the years, the more I became kind of aware, I was like, oh, you know what? I was right that something didn't sound right about it. I didn't know at the time because I was too young. But, yeah, it's really bad. What yeah. you people need to understand. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Steve, you can't oh. be expected to have picked up on that. I mean, you were just, you know, you you were you were just a young just a young thing from the Buckeye State out there standing yeah. in the cornfield in Ohio and Yeah, what well, no, that's too much. But at least at least I was or I don't want to say I was smart enough. I was brought up right. Yeah. And and you can you, you can you can hear an off-key note when one is played loudly enough. Yeah. I never I again, I never will forget it. I remember I honestly can remember thinking of my I and I'm and I'm not even exaggerated. I remember thinking to myself, that doesn't sound quite right. I didn't know why, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, my mom, my mom used to used to teach at Bethune Cookman College, and uh, and my mom oh, is sort wow. of like tan, my mom is sort of like tan color, and one of her colleagues, like the, the gentleman that that taught German there, he, he he would say that you know you I mean. He, I never heard him say it, but I know my mom said that he would say that you people, he would talk like that to the students. Zion and folk. Are, well, but but I, but I mean, really, it's like he was one of the many, the like the many close colleagues my mom had, and 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 really, I mean, I got to know him, and he 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 was like a decent person. I don't, I think it's the sort of thing where he just never thought bad it was to talk like that. Look, look, y'all have heard the, the various and sundry Jan stories. And she, mm-hmm, one, of the first, mm-hmm. one of the first things she said to me was, how do you people wash your hair? Oh, I think I remember you here saying that, Tracy. And yeah. I, I looked at her. And now and you're I married. Said, <laughs> wow. I, I looked at her because it's, it's what, it's like Emilio just pointed out, there's because of the way black people are talked to and treated, and just this the part of how it is in this country. Probably even real, they don't. She didn't realize that when you say you people, it's 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 inherently racist. Oh, and so, and when I said so, in the meaning, so when I said, well, this is what we do now. I want you to pay close attention. You know, I said so. We turn on the water. <laughs> water makes things wet. We wet our hair. 
take the shampoo and place it in our hands. No. Oh, I did the whole step by step thing, and by the time I finished, oh, she was so crimson. Funny. It's like yeah. it's, it's, it's right up there, y'all, with the white woman when Alex was a baby, because Alex was pale. Okay, I'm at the Nordstroms in the West Side Pavilion. The child, the boy, is attached to my breast, and this old withered white woman asked me, "Well, whose baby is that?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Bitch." So I said, "Oh my well, God!" I have the wet nurse. And I, his mama hired me because I have fire air cheering and my breast is always full of breast milk. And she didn't want to mess up her little perfect white breast. Oh my God. So she hired me to nurse her baby. And I vary from like C to D and sometimes E depending on right. the, the, the time of the month. Yeah. And she looked at me and I'm like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. To be but to be fair, when ours were little, you know, we'd have we'd have, you know, one walking, one toddling, and two in the two holer stroller. And I can't tell you how many times it happened that somebody walked up to Annette and said, "Are all those yours?" Oh. Okay, I get that because I used to get that. Well, I used to get that with my brothers and sisters because they were so much younger than me. Oh, your kids are cute. I'm like, they're not mine. But but the the woman the the boy was attached to my breast, Robin. I know, Seriously. I know. Hey, did I ever? Did I'm I ever tell you? Fucking plantation. Come well, on. at least they didn't send out an Amber Alert. Yeah. Did I ever tell you what my great grandmother said? In it, in, in, here's the story. Apparently, oh, lovely lady. I'm sorry. My, apparently, they were my aunt. Uh, my my family. This was years and years and years, and I mean, probably it was before I was born, so 40, 50 years ago, or fifty or sixty years ago. And they were at the Cincinnati Zoo, and one of my aunts was in her stroller. <laughs> and I think what the story I remembered was that they were staring. Somebody was staring at her, or staring. No, she was staring at my great grandmother for some reason. And my great grandmother turns around to her and says, "If you see something green, pick it off." Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so uh, 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 th- th- this will be the last. Tough titty. Tough titty. This will be the last. Uh, Matt in San Francisco says, "I like the Barbara Bish one. These people are doing much better for themselves." Oh yes. Oh, in the Astrodome, and we're just afraid they're going. to we're just afraid they're going to want to stay. Yeah, and then there was I can't be busy. I can't. I I can't. I cannot be busy. I cannot be bother bother my beautiful mind with this. That was about American casualties in Iraq. Uh, Matt observing. I guess Bush one married her for her mind because that face of hers you could find in a one on a one dollar bill. Ow. I couldn't I, I don't know how I don't know how Pappy George was able to tell which side was which. Hey, Robin. Well I love I particular I particularly love the portrait of her on the uh, Quaker Oats box. Do you remember I sent you I don't know if I sent you that where that you know that Gary Burbank character called up Quaker Oats? Yes. 
yes. how thankful he was that they put Barbara Bush on the Quaker Oats package. God, I yeah, loved him. Somebody actually did that. Somebody, yeah. Was that? Oh, that was a radio bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Gary Burbank of the of the Broadbank Burbcasting Corporation. Yes. And oh, I used to Tracy, listen all the time. Tracy did. I don't know if I how, talked about this. How's Mom and them? Mom and them's good. How's Mom and them? That, that he called up the, uh, I think, Johnson & Johnson about KY Jelly. It ain't got he no flavor it, at all. Yeah, he called it Kentucky Jelly. Kentucky Jelly. <laughs> the only problem was it didn't have any flavor to it. I've called it Kentucky Jelly. I have called it Kentucky Jelly ever since. Kentucky Jelly. And Lady B says, oh washing our hair, Tracy girl, I'm through. I got the natty but well-shaped dreads, too. Girl, shit like that is why CRT should be fucking required. Right! Steve, was that guy's new nickname, Smooth Lips? Never mind. (laughs) Stop. They call me Smooth. Christopher. Stop digging. (laughs) Honey, you're in a hole. Quit digging. I have I have a friend. You, and we were coming up with pimp. I was we were trying to. I came up with her pimp name. Okay, so it's slick back switchblade Sadie. Because I mean, you got to know my girl Sarah, but she's like, and so now that is her name. She is. It, what is it? So it is written. So it is done. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, now I get to haul out my Yule Brenner. Yeah. So let it be written. Yes. So let it be done. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, of course, it, and, and this goes back to the the brilliant days of Bart Cop. But uh, back when one of uh, uh, one of uh, Caribou Caribou Barbie's spawn uh, became with child, I'll never yeah. forget. And, and we still laugh about it to this day. Bart Cop said, "We already know the name." Trip Keyshawn Flapjack Johnson. <laughs> That's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt says, I went through a phase around 12. People would have trouble gendering me. I was either considered a big-boned gal or a husky boy. Fun times, the 70s. Fuck no, not doing it over. No way, can't make me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, good good times. All right, y'all, that's it. I'm closing down the channels because it's time to end the program. We will never make it to the end of October with Podbean with me running over like this, okay? I'm going to have to take a couple of nights off just to make sure we get all the way to the end of October. Thanks, everybody. Thanks so much. Uh, Back on Monday with plenty of more ends, no doubt about it. What an evening. Starts out so nice and sedate and serious, and look where we wound up. Um... Oh, I just got a message from a guy who wants to take a shower with me. Here, let me put that. Let me, okay, just Jeremy, are you still there? I don't know. And if you listen to the podcast, that one was for you. I want to take a shower with you, honey. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm clean too, right? Uh, y'all. And she's clean. And she's clean too. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, oh. But but hey, you know, it's it. It's for the comedy, so, right? All right, y'all, out of here. Thanks so much, everybody. Thanks for everything. Thanks to uh, our uh, Patreon and PayPal subscribers. Thank you to our a la carte contributors. Thanks to each and every one of you who share your precious finite time engaging in the program in whatever manner you so choose. 
Matt, let up. You're killing me. Run if he has a loofah. Oh, my God. Thanks to each and every one of you who share your precious finite time engaging in the program in whatever manner you so choose. Thanks so much to our all-volunteer staff. Thanks to uh, Sparky and Steve in the uh, chat room and in the old holler tree. Thank you to our news ninjas. Thank you, Brother Deacon Asa, head on dot live. Brand new Fresh Malloy on the way, 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. The first, best place to listen to the first run of Malloy is head on dot live. And Tara and I will be along in just a little bit. And uh, thank you, John Fox in Australia. Thank you, Ben Birch, WhiteRoseSociety.org. Thanks to the hardest working, bravest people I know, the folks at Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. 20-plus years at the forefront of the struggle for human rights and environmental justice in Appalachia and a proud union shop for almost a year now. And uh, please stay safe. Get your boosters. Get your booster. Um, wear your masks when you're among the maggot unwashed. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Use your hand sanitizer. Maintain your social distance 15 to 20 feet, like Paul from Parts Unknown says. And yeah, goodness gracious. If uh, if some idiot running for governor comes walking up to you and says, Martin Luther King Jr. would have been an America first Republican, run from that dumbass like the plague. Because she is. And always, 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 Gina, it's all for you. Let, have a great weekend, everybody. Later. <laughs>